Hey, everybody. It's episode 406 of PodQuest. Hey. Hey. It is Tuesday, May 24th, 2022. I am Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. Hello. Sorry, I was thrown off a little there. I accidentally minimized the, the outline and was trying to remember the numbers off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Good job. Ugh, man, it's been a day. Poor, poor Ben is downstairs just fucking drugged out of his mind. Oh, you know, you say poor Ben, I say lucky. No, like he's, he, he can't get up on the sofa. He, like, he had trouble just going up the one step into the door. He has, oh, he, he couldn't get in and out of the car on his own. At one point, he was standing in the living room, and he wanted to come up on the sofa, and he couldn't. Um, and he was just standing there, and he was kind of, like, lifting his head back, like, looking, and he just kind of fell backwards. Like, like his back legs just, like, buckled underneath of him. Oh, bud. Yeah. And then, like, the whole car ride home, he was just kind of, like, half-sit, half-laying against the back seat, like, with his eyes closed. Like, he is doped up on, uh, uh, anesthetic right now. Mm-hmm. But- no. He had to have uh, three teeth surgically removed. Oof. Yeah. Poor boy. The, uh, you know, between him liking to chew on stuff and the people that had him before, like, they didn't, like, mistreat him, but, like, they just didn't take care of that stuff. That's why, like, his nails are super long and his teeth weren't in the best of shape because, like, they never had that stuff done. So, like, even though we get his teeth brushed and his nails trimmed every time he goes to the groomer, like, <laughs> we're just kind of, like, stopping them from getting worse. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he... He's stuck downstairs right now. He's on an all like soft food diet. So uh, I don't know, Rich. I, I don't know if you've ever looked because you you've had dogs like not canned food, but like the like refrigerated like soft food, like the like stuff's expensive. Like holy fuck, expensive. Uh, yeah, I mean even even canned food nowadays is expensive. I mean it is, but like a bag, a five pound bag of like that like soft food let's call it like the cold stuff 40 fucking dollars and you're supposed to give them four cups of it a day mm-hmm. oh wow or at least ba- a lot based on ben's size like how much does chase weigh uh he's around 100 so around. he would he would need more like eight cups a day jeez yeah like it's completely like there's no way a human can afford that unless they are rich or have a much smaller dog <laughs> mm-hmm. like for a little dog it's like almost nothing I mean, it, for that's when like you try to do some sort of homemade soft food for him or something like that. Yeah, that's what. Like, uh, that's... Yeah, that's a, a lady that used to be our point of contact at one of my clients. She had cats, and she did mm-hmm. that. Like she made her own cat food. Like she would call yeah. up local butchers and get a bunch of like meat scraps and like grind up her own cat food. When um when Frankie got sick with his bloat, I started only doing chicken and rice. Or, or not chicken, turkey, like ground turkey and rice, or ground chicken and rice. Or, not ground, uh, pulled chicken and rice. And so I would boil the chicken, boil the rice, and that's that would be his lunch and dinners for, until until we put him down. And that even got expensive from time to time. Yeah, that's what, um, luckily she hasn't actually, actually, since we've gotten Ben, she hasn't had any problems. I Sorry about that. Um, when Kaylee, whenever she would have, like, diarrhea or something like that, and it would be more than just, like, a, a once and done. Uh, that's what we would do the same thing. She would get like a couple days of chicken and rice to kind of like bind everything back together. And like, mm-hmm. I'd just go over to the shop, right? And buy like the big family pack of chicken and some of like the, the boiling bag rice and just make a bunch of it and like cut and shred it all up and then, um, put it in like a Tupperware thing and just give that to her for like the week. But like, you're right. Mm-hmm. Like it, it gets expensive, but like 
it's not quite as bad as like the, like the bags of food we buy them are like sixty bucks for like a thirty pound bag, I think. Yeah. So like that cost isn't like too far off, but like that this like all natural like it's, it's not raw, but like I don't know how else to describe it. Like that shit's outrageously expensive. Stop it, buddy. Oh, Chase. Chase is, Chase, is, Chase is mad about the price of uh, Benny's food. Well. <laughs> yeah, dude, I looked at, um, a, like, a while back, I kept seeing those commercials for that farm fresh food or whatever it's called. Um, mm-hmm. The one where the commercials, the guy's just like, and they've had such healthy poops. Um, I, I, like, I looked, I, like, went onto their site, and they don't just give you a price. You have to, like, take a little quiz. And I did that once, and it was, like, it was going to be hundreds of dollars a week for their for, for that sort of food. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, what sort of people can afford this? Because I sure as fuck can't. Yeah, yeah. People, people go crazy for their pets. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I love my dogs. I feed them the best food I can. But like, I I don't spend that much on food for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, goddamn. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm generally at most fifty bucks a week for myself at most. And actually, this past weekend. I went food shopping and I got out of there under sixty bucks, and that's for a two week span. So yeah, we usually spend I'm, between eighty and a hundred a week on groceries. I, I average. I go food shopping every other week, and so I average about a hundred bucks or a hundred bucks every other week. Sure. How much do do you and Sarah spend on groceries? Like it, it's two of you also. Yeah, probably like a hundred, a hundred and twenty every other week. Man, kind of depends what we're getting though. Yeah, and it also, like, Cobb, you have to do both vegetarian meats and regular meat, so it's going to be a little bit more for you guys, opposed to Drew and Sarah and me. Yeah, and, like, Erica also uses, like, almond milk in her coffee, which is more expensive than regular milk, and, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of those, like, like, like we buy, like, the Beyond Beef and, like, tofu a lot, because it's something that, like, we'll both eat, rather than me having to try and, like, time chicken and fake chicken, and then, like, something else at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, like, some of that stuff does actually add up a lot more than just, like, if we're just buying a bunch of chicken. Yeah. Like, chicken, yeah. Chicken, it, it goes in the range from either really cheap or really expensive. Like, chicken thighs, relatively cheap. Chicken breast, like, boneless, skinless chicken breast, fucking expensive. And, like, that's all I buy. Like, I just buy, like, the family size pack from Wegmans of the, the boneless, skinless. Yeah. I mean, that, that usually gets me through about a week if I get the boneless, skinless. Oh, see, that well, lasts me multiple on, weeks. Actually, no. If I were to get the boneless skinless, um, that would, I mean, it would probably get me through two weeks if I plan it properly, but eh, it depends. But anyway. Rich, what's on the agenda? On the agenda. So we're going to be talking about some uh, Disney Plus news. Then we got our book club, where we watched The Raid 2. Uh, Cobb, you started playing 30 Sentinels, Aegis Rim. Uh, I actually did, finally, after about 90 hours, beat Elden Ring. But first... There's something left out that I want to talk to you guys about. Oh, you guys wow. the- Drew, he remembered. <laughs> I was, I, that's the only thing that was on my mind the past, like, you could have been saying whatever you wanted to be. It would have mostly been yes and. Um, but, uh, you guys heard of this game Dead by Daylight, right? Yes. Cobb, Cobb, you might think it's a little interesting and neat. I'm not saying you would like it, but it's an asymmetric multiplayer where one person plays as, uh, like, the uh, 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 basically a horror movie monster of some sort. Oh, I'm which, I'm familiar with the game. I know what it is. I, I've just never I'm, played I'm it. A, I'm explaining for the for the listeners who might not know. I mean, it's a big game, but like, so it's four people trying to escape a, a monster. 
Um, and so they've, they've had recent updates. They did a Resident Evil update. They're actually going to be doing another one with an Attack on Titan update. Uh, the Rain Girl, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Samara? From, from, from the Japanese ring. Um, I don't think it's Samara, but whatever, whatever her name is from the Japanese version, uh, she's in it. Uh, I think Pyramid Head is in it. There's a bunch of different other, like, hard monster things in this. It's a really fun, dark game. It could be very exciting. It could be very creepy. But they also recently announced a new... It's a spin-off. I thought it was an update. It's a spin-off. But it's still, they released it. They announced a spin-off to this. It's called Hooked on You. So it's called, uh, in, in, in Dead by Daylight, when uh, the, the, the monster gra- uh, catches you, they put you on a hook, and then the other survivors have to come get you off the hook. In Hooked on You, uh, you're trying to figure out which one of the villains you want to date. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And th- yeah. this is a spin-off of it? It's it's a spin-off. It's from the same people who made Dead by Daylight. It's a spin-off called Dead by Daylight Hooked on You. Um, it's from what I'm reading online, I just did a few quick researches, like it's kinda like similar to like Dungeon Boyfriend, I think, or something like that. Uh but I don't really know a lot. Uh yeah, Boyfriend Dungeon. It's uh overall atmosphere seems to match that of Boyfriend Dungeon, according to Game Rant. Uh but it's it they, they even made up like gave all of the uh the villains, a glow-up, and we're like, the guys are looking like super buff, awesome guys, and the girls are looking like super pretty, but still evil-looking girls and shit like that. It's the dumbest, most ridiculous thing ever that I love that they're doing. And you just, you gotta go check out their trailer for it. It's, it's, it's on YouTube, it's not long. But it's just, yeah, I wanted to, you, you didn't add that on there, we needed to talk about the fact that there's now a horror dating sim. Yeah, honestly, I hadn't even seen anything about this. I own Dead by Daylight because it was a PS Plus game years ago, but, mm-hmm. like, I've never played it. Like, it was just never, like, of interest to me. I honestly used to get it confused with Dead Island, like, like trying to keep track of which was which. I would always get Dead by Daylight and, um, what was that horror one? Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball? <laughs> no. Yes, that one. No. Uh, the, uh, the horror one, the horror where it's, like, it's, it's the horror story, um, and they're in the mountains... Oh, um, that has kind of spun off into a series. Yeah. The the quick time event game. Fuck, what the hell was that game called? I can't remember. I think it's getting the new one with, uh, what's his name? I know that speaks volumes. Are you thinking of Alan there's... Wake? No. No, it's a PlayStation exclusive. Oh, um, uh, uh. It had, like, a bunch of real until, actors. Until Dawn. Uh, yeah. Until Dawn, yeah. It's a very get, good like, game. It, I, I've heard it's very good, and they're coming out with a sequel to Until Dawn that stars, uh, is it, is it, is it the guy who played Shay? No, it's not the guy who played Shay. It's, um, uh, David Arquette that actually stars in that. Oh, so wow. it's, it, I don't believe it's a sequel. It's a prequel. It's, it's, it's a prequel. Is it actually um, supposed to be like a direct thing? Cause, so that company, Supermassive Games, they're the ones that did the Dark Pictures anthology too. Mm-hmm. And the Quarry, so the Quarry is the new one. Yeah. Until Dawn's a good game though. Uh, I think I think I heard that it's supposed to be like a uh, a prequel. The quarry is a not. It's a spiritual um, successor to Until Dawn. Yeah, it's but it, it's got like a similar. It's not going to be that weird. I liked the Dark Pictures anthology stuff, but it had like that weird like bookend thing where like all these stories were being narrated. Whereas this one looks like it's going to be more just like its own standalone thing. But it does yeah. have like you're right. Um, David Arquette's in it. Um, 
Lance Henriksen. I only really know David Arquette. I didn't really look at the rest of the cast. Ethan Supley. I don't know any anybody else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Dead by Daylight. Getting a dating sim. You gonna get a cop? Ariel Winter. She was on fucking Modern Family. Oh, oh right, shit. right. She's the middle daughter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I'm probably not gonna get that. But you love those games. Do I? You do. You talk about dating sims all the time. Do I? I'm actually gonna get it. Uh, just because I'm, I'm gonna try to do a bunch of horror stuff for Halloween for winter for stream. So I'm gonna tell no, you're people not. that I'm playing. I'm, I'm gonna get it and I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna tell people I'm playing Dead by Daylight and then it's gonna be, it'll probably be like mid, mid month just so like they don't think that I'm pulling the, so that they actually, they don't suspect it and just be like, yeah, I'm playing Dead by Daylight tonight, guys. Come check us out. And it's going to be hooked on you. I'm definitely, I'm going to get it just for that. But you're afraid of playing these games by yourself at night. <laughs> you have told us this multiple times. No, no. But I'm also talking about hooked on you. I'm not actually talking about. No, but you just said you're going to play horror games throughout the month of October. Oh, I'm, I'm going to try it. Uh, primarily, I'm thinking of trying to get all, uh, access to all of the Resident Evils and play each of them, which should take about one or two sessions each. Uh, and then, um, I want to look into some others, maybe get people to play GTFO or, uh, maybe Phasmagoria? Alien Isolation. Is that that other one that's people are? Fa- Fa- Phasmo. A lot of people love Phasmo. Again, I need to get people to watch that or to play that one. Um, so yeah, I'm, there's I also Until Dawn. Ch- there's definitely Until Dawn. I'd have to hook up my PS5 to my PC to do that. Yeah, but fucking you're Elgato, get- man. Yeah, you're gonna get use, that. Uh, use that hundred dollars instead of getting graphics. Just get an Elgato. I need, I need, I need emotes and shit. I need. I don't really need graphics. I just need emotes right now. Like, do they matter that much? I mean, a person who's subscribing to my channel doesn't get anything for it except for two emotes. So and, and the the um you know the the sense of helping you grow. Yeah, yeah, Cobb and Drew. The sense of helping me grow. I I retweet your shit every time I say it. I realized right. last week I retweeted one the day after, but I still retweeted it. Did you? I didn't even realize that. Yeah. I, actually, it, it was worse than that. I saw it, retweeted the tweet above it, because it was <laughs> one of those I saw. So I had seen your tweet go out. Like, I had seen your tweet on Twitter, but it was one of those things where, like, Twitter, like, reloaded my feed, like, as I saw it. So I'm like, uh-huh. oh, you tweeted out. So I just went to your profile and went to retweet it but I, it was the one from the day before you hadn't tweeted one for that day yet um and i tweeted the the tweet above it not that one because it was just like i did it very quickly like i wasn't paying total attention to it well but well. look i went out of my way to go to your twitter profile to retweet something that's that's a little bit of effort i guess a that is more bit. that is more effort than i would normally put into things oh i know trust me i know <laughs> um but i don't know like like that was a that was a legit question. Like, do people really care about emotes? Because like, I don't like. I never like. I don't. I don't talk in chats though either. So I guess like, I am not the use case for them. I mean, people don't really care about emotes, no. But it's still like it's one of the perks of subscribing is getting subscriber emotes. And uh, I might be at my sixty days to where I can have non-subscriber emotes as well. Um, but like. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I try to incentivize subbing by giving free crates whenever I have Dixper or the emotes. Um, but right, like, that's, that all, all subbing does for you right now is gets you ad free and gets you emote, and gets you two emotes. 
well, the what ad about, like, free for like for for me, the ad free means more than emotes. Like, yeah, that that's I was about to say. Like, that is the reason. Like the the twitches that I do give my prime to are the ones that I think I'm going to watch over the course of a month. Um, mm-hmm. because I fucking hate Twitch ads. Because every once in a while, like, I'll have a stream up and like I'll have to like close the tab or reload it or like reload it on my phone and if you're not subscribed you have to watch the fucking ad all over again and it's the fucking worst um but i was gonna say like isn't um can't you always link it up with like discord and make that a perk also yeah i could add i and and i'm working on uh making my own person or making my discord channel into my public streaming discord channel um but like i could link it to that and there would be like a, a tier based like if you're a tier one subscriber, you get your own specific chat. If you're tier two, you can get the tier one and two. Tier three, you can get them all. But uh, just separating possible chats when I'm still small doesn't really make sense. No, but you just you give people um like um uh, server roles instead of like specific well, yeah. chats. Well, yeah, yeah. The, like if you would become a, a different a different um member type or role, yeah, for absolutely. But like again, it's. And that's an arbitrary thing that doesn't really matter because when you go into Discord, you're not looking to see what everyone is. But if you're getting like, access to the Discord, that is still a perk because it's not publicly available like that. Well, the my my Discord is going to be publicly available. Hoping I I haven't really done a lot to set it up, but hoping by the end of July, I wanted to have it set up before my one year anniversary. But I'm gonna try not and yeah, end of July. Uh, gonna or no, end of June. I want to have it done by the end of June. And just uh, there's, to, there's... to to just kind of follow up on what Drew said before too, um, as somebody who like occasionally watches streams, I personally would much rather see you get equipment to stream more variety of things. That's exactly what I was about to say. Shitty little artwork that like you really can't see, and not. And I apologize. Like it's not necessarily shitty. Like I'm sure like you're going to pay somebody that knows how to do art, but like emotes are very small. They're hard to really make out generally. And all they do is kind of clutter chat versus like if you got an Elgato where you could then stream from your Switch better or from your PS5, that opens up a larger variety of things you can stream. I mean, that, that is absolutely true the, to, to, to have the, the better streaming capabilities. Uh, but at the moment, especially with my future plans of what I'm going to be playing and what I want to play, um, maybe I'll be on the Switch sometimes. Like there's not, and I'm not saying I'm not going to be playing on the consoles, but a lot of what I want to play, a lot of what I'm planning on playing is all PC anyway. So for me to spend the money right now to get the Elgato when I'm not going to use it, rather than spend the money to get the emotes that I've been trying to get for the past four months, um, or, or get new graphics for, um, opening, closing and, and walking, like coming, be right back scenes and whatnot. Like it, it might, it's, it's, that shows having that artwork and having those things shows that I'm actually putting an effort in. Whereas like getting an Elgato doesn't necessarily show because it's at least right now, cause I'm not going to be using it. I mean, look, and that's, that's totally fair. And like, yeah. honestly, like, like do what makes sense for you. Um, I would say put the money, if you're going to put money into imagery, put it into, like you said, like, like your like bumpers and like, like on stream layout stuff, like, mm-hmm. like worry about the emos last, like, they're only really a thing for people when you have like like a big chat. So like make make your stream look good and professional and then worry about the little things like that. B- 
because like right now, like you're averaging what, like, like half a dozen to a dozen viewers at a time. Yeah, about that. So like, like you're small, like people aren't necessarily going to mind if like you don't have 12 different emotes they can spam your chat with. Um, but you will potentially get more people to stick around if your stream setup just looks more professional. So like, like, you know, Mm -hmm. like the, like layout graphics and, um, notification things and, uh, and the, um, starting soon, leaving, like be right back Mm -hmm. bumper stuff. Like, I think that's definitely the better place for you to invest that money than emotes. Like I I would say like that stuff, like streaming, like physical hardware equipment and then emotes would be like way down at the bottom. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 I, I need it all. Like there's not, in my in my opinion, like there's not number one for everyone. There's not a number one that I need right now. Like what I've got, what I'm using right now works. It works fine. I could get a better bumpers. I could get a better uh um uh, uh capture card. I could get or and I could get emotes. Like they're all something that I'll put in that'll show that I'm putting in the time and the the effort to get this stuff done. It's just like. I don't know. I've had the I've had these emotes. Uh, I I haven't reached out to my artist in a while, but I've had these emotes. Like I've talked with her a few times about like, hey, uh, here's what I want and 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 whatnot. And I just I haven't gotten them mostly because I haven't reached out to her. She was really busy when I first asked. So and at least you are. Um. Ah, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? You're not a big enough douche. That's not the that's not the right word, but <laughs> it's the <laughs> best one I can come up with to expect somebody to do that stuff for free. I, no, I would never, I would never, like, when I reached it, I reached out to, I reached out to Shannon, and I reached out to another friend, and I was like, hey, here's what I was hoping for, I was wondering if you could price that, let me know what you're thinking, um, and, uh, like, me and Shannon didn't really talk much about it, because she had a lot going on as well, and my other artist, we talked about it, I gave her the ideas that I wanted, um, and then she reached out to me, like, a month or two later, month, month and a half later, asking if I was still interested, and I said yes, and she's like, well, I've been still super busy with cons and everything else, but I'll get to it as soon as I can. So I need to reach out to her. Yeah, I just know from, like, comic Twitter and, like, some of the artists and stuff I know that people just have, like, these, like, outrageous expectations. They'll, like, they'll reach out to artists and, like, ask for work done. And when they hear, like, oh, yeah, it'll be this much money, they're just like, oh, well, you should just be happy that I'm looking to publicize your work. Like, yeah, there mm-hmm. there are there are a lot of shitty people out there like that that, that, that don't do that stuff. Or that, like, try that stuff. Try that whole, like, hey, uh, um, exposure. Like, um, when Shannon made the Brose artwork, I felt bad that I was like, look, we don't have anything to give you. We don't have any money or anything. She's like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm like, but, like, as, as shitty as it sounds. And also, when she designed this, this wasn't, like, her side gig. Like, this was just her doing it for friends. I was like, I'll shout out your photography page at, at the end of every episode or something. She's like, no, don't worry about it. But we do it anyway. Cause it's like, at the time, we had nothing. Um, and yeah. we still have nothing. We're not making a revenue from the show or anything. But like, Shannon now does her art as a side gig as revenue. So it's like, all right, I can't expect this for free. And frankly, the, your album art is way better than all of that, like, clip art you use for all of your posts. So. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. My, the, the, what I'd use for our post, it's, it's, I'm not, I'm not a graphic designer. I don't know how to do this shit, but it's just like, it's something to post on Instagram. That's really all it is. No, I know. Like, like, it, you're, it's, it's basically a clip art, clip art at, app that you're using. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's better than not posting anything at all. Yeah. Anyway, 
You guys want some mildly interesting news that's not Dead by Daylight? Sure. Uh, what about George Jetson? No, no, we're not even getting into that. Okay. Uh, that's mildly interesting, though. Well, Dare- Daredevil may be coming to Disney+. Plus. A new oh, yeah. Daredevil series may be coming to Disney+. Plus. So is it is it a new series based on the Netflix character? So not a lot of information out. Uh, Variety is reporting it. Um, basically, like Variety is reporting that Marvel and Disney Plus are working on, like they're developing a new Daredevil series, which mm-hmm. fits with what they've been doing lately. Where you know Matt Murdock showed up in Spider Man, um, and it, it was Charlie Cox. So like it. Should in theory be the same Daredevil, um, and then Fisk, played by D'Onofrio, was in Hawkeye as what yeah. seems to be the same Fisk. So either they're 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 going to go one of two ways: either the old Netflix shows are a hundred percent like an alternate universe, which they can do now, like, mm-hmm. um, or they're just going to be continuations of what we already know. I'm kind of like. I'm half and half on that. Like, I'd be fine if they continued it, but I'd also be kind of interested to see just what they would do if they just kind of not rebooted and told like the origin again, but just kind of like ran with it as like like kind of an unconnected series. It, it would be funny if they did use if they did make it full canon because of the plethora of actors that were in those shows that were also in Marvel movies as either side or primary characters in the future. Um, yeah, it it would it just it would make me laugh because like you got uh I can't what's her name what was what show was it she was um was she Luke Cage the 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 um yeah the woman from Luke Cage the woman villain lady mm-hmm. I think she was Luke Cage she was also um she was in Civil War she was uh after Tony made his MIT meeting she spoke to him about something yeah but about her that was her before kid. Luke Cage wasn't it. Yeah, but she was also a main character in Luke Cage. And then you got uh, Marshal Ali, who is Blade, who was also... Right. I forgot he was um, in the first season of... He was the villain. Was he... What was he, That wasn't... He, was he Diamondback? No, uh, he was, was Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth, Cottonmouth. I knew it was a snake, but it's just... it would It's, it's, it's funny, uh, in my eyes, at least. Yeah, no, I mean, and stuff like that would actually be kind of funny. Um, I think like the the sort of catch you have there is you know you bring in you bring in the Daredevil Wilson Fisk part of it and keep it in the same universe. And it's like, well, what about the other stuff? Like, what about Luke Cage and Iron Fist and Jessica Jones? Like, you build up these other characters and then you had them all cross over in the Defenders. Like, mm-hmm. you can't just suddenly say these are the same characters, but the ties to those other ones don't exist. Maybe maybe this series is a push to see like the the interest, and if we get the exact continuation of Daredevil in the in the Disney Plus Daredevil, maybe we'll get some form of continuation with Iron Fist, with uh, Jessica Jones, with Punisher and Luke Cage. Like Luke Cage, I forgot Punisher and, too. <laughs> yeah, Luke Cage ended so well, so well. That like that needs that needs to be wrapped up, or, or not? It doesn't need to be, but like I wish it could be like continued on. Like they can't just leave it where it is if they bring this character back. Um, I never, I actually never watched the last season of Jessica Jones. Um, it was good. But I wasn't, I wasn't really into the series, so it's it is what it is. Uh, uh, Daredevil ended so well with like just 
them getting back together, basically, which was awesome. And it's just like, uh, uh, and then, and then, uh, Iron Fist also, like, ended in such a crazy note. And, like, that second season really picked up that just, like, it would be nice to see those continue with those actors, with those characters. It would be amazing. And then maybe get, like, uh, uh, some crossovers with Iron Fist and, um, Shang-Chi, or maybe you got Simu Liu, um, in it as well as, uh, uh, Aquafina and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, stuff like that could happen. Like, I know, so, like, some of those actors are off already, like, in other things. Like, um, Mike Coulter, Luke Cage, like, he is a series regular on another, another show. He couldn't necessarily be Luke Cage again. No, but if your show doesn't last, they could pick him up, or... It, it's already it's already on season three, and they keep renewing it. It's the show Evil. It's a Paramount Plus show now. Um, but it was actually, like, it was an interesting, like, mm-hmm. network television, like, procedural drama. Yeah. Um, but, like, stuff like that, like, that's why a lot of, like, TV actors, like, leave their shows, because they want to go do movies and other things, and they can't, because they're busy filming nine months out of the year. Mm-hmm. Um... I wouldn't be surprised, though, if they did something kind of like um, what I feel like they're doing with Superman and Lois, where they're just not necessarily, they're not saying yes or no to whether or not this is happening in the Prime Universe, or what they did with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where at a certain point, they just kind of like stopped being connected to everything else. Yeah. I mean, they, they did continue to reference the MCU. They referenced Thanos at one point, but like, yeah, they couldn't really connect it because of what happened in Endgame. Or in in Infinity War, not Endgame. Yeah, um, it, it became very loose after, like, Season 3. And then, yeah. at, beyond that, it was just, like, yeah, at a certain point, like, they made reference to Infinity War, but then the last two seasons didn't, uh, like, didn't tie into anything at all. Yeah, oh, they, they were, they went to the past and shit. So, like, they weren't even in modern times, they weren't even in current like universe stuff oh yeah so it would have been the season before then because i was thinking of the one where colson was technically a bad guy from another universe Mm -hmm. yeah which was the second to last season i forgot the last one was the time travel one yeah the last one was time travel but i would definitely be interested to see but like i said i'd be interested to see them kind of just like start fresh but not start over if that makes pretty much pretty much a a spider-man homecoming take type deal like yeah just like hey this is spider-man we all know uncle ben died fucking get over it (laughs) i mean we find out like uncle ben wasn't the one to push him to be spider-man so at least in far from in no way home i mean the only thing we found out find out in there is that he was not the direct one that gave the uh great power which up to that point peter had never said yeah we never find out how or when uncle ben died we never found out if there even was an Uncle Ben. I don't think they ever referenced an Uncle Ben throughout any of those movies. They do multiple times. Um, in, do they? In Far From Home, he has his uncle's suitcase. Okay. But uh, they do actually mention, like, like um, Aunt May like and mentions them a few times, and I'm pretty sure Peter does once or twice also. But again, like, that was one of the things that the Amazing Spider-Man kind of got dinged for by a lot of people was... We just saw this less than a decade ago, and now you're doing it again. Yeah. I think I think we're going to get that in freshman year. We're probably going to get that in freshman. Year. What do you mean? The 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 Uncle Ben stuff. I'm I'm still subscribing to freshman year is going to be freshman year of high school. Um, and we're probably going to get the Uncle Ben stuff in Spider Man freshman year on Disney Plus. Wait, what the fuck are you talking about? The animated Spider Man series that's coming out on Disney Plus called Spider Man Freshman Year. 
This is the first I'm hearing of this. This was announced, like, at least six months ago? Totally fucking missed this. Oh, this was announced around every th- all those other shows that haven't happened yet. Yeah, and we even talked about it. I think a lot of people thought it was going to be, um, like, freshman year of college, but based on how No it- Way Home ended, I'm like, all right, maybe we're getting freshman year of high school. Yeah, no, I, I just... That- I just looked it up, and it looks... I think you're right. I think it will be high school, because it says it's a prequel to Civil War and Homecoming. Mm-hmm. So that tracks. Huh. Yeah, November yeah. twenty November 2021, Disney Plus Day, they announced it. I don't fucking remember this at all. Yeah. Yeah. But that, like, that argument of whether it was going to be prequel or sequel was before we knew anything about No Way Home. Like, no, not, I don't even think we had trailers for No Way Home. Or it was so, damn like, close because they definitely did the the Thor treatment with No Way Home, where like they waited till the last fucking minute to start showing trailers. Yeah, and then they show too many. Like they just released another fucking Thor trailer yesterday. It's it's the same with Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange had a new trailer like every week leading up to the the, the movie. True. How excited are you for more Marvel properties? Oh, so so excited. Like on a scale of one to ten, you're like a twelve. Yeah, totally. I thought so. You're going to be day one waiting outside to buy the, the DVD set for Spider-Man fresh, freshman year. And yeah, I said DVD. You're not even buying Blu-ray. <laughs> I got to get them all. That's the thing. No, I need he's... the DVD. I need the Blu-ray. I need the, the HD Blu-ray. Laserdisc. They're going to put, Man, they put I, it out on Laserdisc. That, I, that I was follow, such I, like a, I need the HD Blu-ray. I know what you meant, but it's just funny. Because <laughs> that's a I thing. Follow, I follow somebody on Instagram who collects fucking VHS tapes. And will has a TV and VHS player that actually can watch these. I'm like, you're insane. Especially because Why? VHSs like are known like they definitely have rock. a much yeah much younger like deterioration point than like other physical medias. Mm-hmm. It's ballsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very. Anyway, would you guys like to talk about the raid? Sure. Let's sure. get into it. Well, so yeah, yeah. we watched the raid. <laughs> I th- I thought you were going to say something, so. Uh, what, what did what did you guys think? After spending the first 45 minutes of the movie confused as all fuck, and then still spending the last hour and 45 minutes of the movie still not understanding why any of this is happening, I thought the movie was fine. It was fine. The action sequences were really good and kind of brutal, but for, for the most part, like, trying to piece together everything and understand what the fuck was going on, I thought it was fine. So... I also, like, early on, I was having trouble figuring out what the fuck was going on. I did, um, at one point, I did pause it and look at a, like, just the synopsis of the first movie to just get, like, an idea of what, what happened, which helped a whole bunch because it just helped me put everything in per- into perspective. Um, so it was much, e- like, frankly, it wasn't super hard to figure out that the dude was, like, some sort of, like, undercover cop or, um, like, government agent or something like that. But, like, it didn't make a whole lot of sense early on. Uh, but once I figured out kind of, like, what the plot of the first one was, like, supposed to be, it was easier to be like, oh, okay, like, this makes more sense now, like, I get what's going on here. Um, but those mm-hmm. fights were fucking brutal. Yeah. Like, the one in the the one in the one mud in the prison courtyard, like, early on in the movie, uh-huh. um, when he's, like, before, like, the cops get there and everything, or the guards get there, and he breaks that, du- that dude's leg, like, oh my fucking god, I cringed. <laughs> and like there were plenty of there were plenty of other times where I cringed because something like that happened mm-hmm. like holy shit <laughs> um, 
I liked, I did like it though. Like I thought like it was, you know, the, the story seemed to drag a little bit at times, but I don't think it ever felt like it's overstayed its welcome. Um, and mm-hmm. I see why people that are just into action movies like rate this so highly. Um, this, the subtitles just take it away from me a little bit because if I get distracted, I then either miss something or I have to go back. And that's always a bummer. Um, and it's usually yeah. not as bad for like a 20 minute anime episode because it's like, okay, well, I'm just going to watch one 20 minute episode a day or whatever. When it's a two and a half hour movie, then, you know, you really need to focus on it. And we live in an era where that's not always super easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I watched I watched the first hour first hour and a half uh, while working without having any work that I needed to do, and then like the last hour and a half or so, the last hour, like I kind of got uh, pulled into other stuff, so I had to pause it and do the other stuff. And I'm not trying to use that as a reasoning for why I I might not think it was all that great or anything, um, but it just it's more of like it did take like it, I, I had to stop my focus on this to go focus on other things, because I managed my time poorly over the past week. Um, but it's, there, there were, there were instances that either I missed something, or just because I never seen the first one, I did not understand the relevance. Um, like, Agreed. first of all, like, first of all, I want to get into, like, the first half hour of the movie, where there are so many time jumps and time skips. If you do not know anything of that first movie, you're just gonna be in the dirt, the entire time, or in the mud, as we see in that fight. The entire time. Like, one second you're in a field, the next second you're in a barn, the next second you're, he's, he's, you see a van full of 18 dead people. Well, it's setting everything up. But what is it setting up? I don't know what it's setting up. Like, I, I didn't know what was going on because I didn't know what happened before. And I don't know how direct this one is to the previous one. Like, it, to me, it felt like minutes apart. That's what it felt like to me. Probably not minutes, but not too far. It yeah, seems. it's it, like, it is a direct sequel. Yeah, because like, they, like, because you have you have the, the 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 um the field scene, which like I parted. All right, that's probably something that happens later on, and is not supposed to be happening right now. I I couldn't one hundred percent remember that scene after getting through parts of the movie, but then like in the barn, and he's talking to this person, like, who's that person? What is, uh, and then you piece together, oh, he must be a cop by the way he's talking, but he just shot someone in cold blood, what the hell's going on? I'm like, oh, this is training day now. Okay. Uh, alright, and that's Denzel. I gotcha. Um, and, and then, and then it, it, like, moves to, like, alright, well, now there's 18 dead cops. I'm like, wait, what? Which is, that was setting up something that they mentioned near the end of the fucking movie, that I didn't even piece together until fucking right now. Like, literally did not piece <laughs> that together till right now that those 18 dead cops were, were, they were, ex- they were showing you what Eka did. Like, I'm like, no, th- that makes sense now, fucking two hours after I finished watching the movie. Um, and then him talking to his, like, like, it just jumped all over the place. And then all of a sudden, he's just in a bathroom stall getting ready to fight a bunch of people, and you find out he's in prison. I'm like, wait, why is he in prison now? I don't understand what's going on. Well, they got. Like, they explained why he was in prison, like the son of the boss, the, uh, Uka, is in prison. They sent him in to become friends with him to get him into that crime group. Yeah, because he's basically and like they, I forget if they actually spell it out in the beginning. Because much like you, I was I was trying to like basically play catch up and over the first like forty minutes or so. Um. 
and I'm sure I missed a bunch of things that were said that were more important because they just kind of went over my head. But at one point when he um, when he calls like his cop like handlers um, and he, he's asking me pulled out, the cop said, no, like this isn't what we sent you in for. We're looking for the corrupt cops. Mm-hmm. So like the whole thing was like he was there to find corrupt officers working for the crime boss. Mm-hmm. Um, it it just yeah it just it like to me it it felt like a mess early on and if I had known or watched the first one I probably would have been less of a mess and I would have understood agreed. more of it. Uh, like and like so that's like this movie is not a good movie for somebody going in seeing just this movie. You you kind of need the little bit of a understanding of what happened prior to. And then just overall, like, there are still things I might have just missed from not paying 100% attention. Like, uh, uh, the, 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 the murderer with the machete with the long hair, like, he just comes out of nowhere, kills someone. And then, like, he, he, his importance plays in later, but he was just introduced in, in my opinion, such a weird way. Oh, there's so many of those. Like, the, yeah. the couple, the, the, the woman with the fucking hammers and the guy with the baseball well, bat and the baseball. Those, those, those people weren't, uh, like, those aren't as much of a problem to me because it's like, they're a henchman to the guy with the cane. Like, though, they're, they're fine. They're henchmen to the guy with the cane. That's fine. But the dude with the long hair who looked like a bum and had a machete. Like, I don't recall any conversation with him or anything them, of them saying, hire him to kill this person. It's just the scene cuts to this guy chasing after these uh, they looked like teenagers or young adults and stabbing one through the chest through a fence and then pulling it out. And then the scene is over. And I didn't understand who those people were, what the relevance of any of this was. But it wasn't until, like, you find out Rama's plan and what he's doing, including what um what the, the dude with the cane uh, and, like, bringing all that in together, like, he... You were kind of just showing, like, that scene, the importance of that scene is he is a known hitman, essentially. That's who that guy was. But, like, they don't, they don't do a good way of explaining it till after that guy's death. And it's like, oh, well, he was wanted by a lot of people, so it doesn't make sense that the, that the Japanese attacked him. Like, this is just done in such a weird way. I mean, it's very, it's very in line with crime movies, though. Which I don't think you watch many of. Mm Mm-mm. To me, it's like that character definitely does just kind of show up all of a sudden. Oh, 100%. It it then, to me, felt like that seems to set up this dude is a fucking badass murderer. And that's why he's able to put up such a strong fight when I think it's the Chinese gang comes and attacks him in the club. Yeah. Well, it was, I think it was supposed to be the Japanese was gang. Was that the Japanese gang? I think it was supposed to be the Japanese gang, because they had Whichever. the meeting with the... Yeah. But, like, like yeah, it was, but it was a weird setup, because, like, they were setting up that he's... Agreed. They were, and it wasn't, like, 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 I agree with you, but also, like, slightly, like, I don't think the scene was to set up him being a badass. The scene was just to set up him being a hitman. Like, and he, like, he gets paid to kill people. And then you see his his um, meeting at the club with is it Ramza or Rama? I can't no, that, remember. That's that's Uko. Uko. Um, so you have him. You have you have the, the long haired guy and Uko in the club, and then Uko just leaves, and then it just all begins. It's like, all right, yeah, he's a badass, but then he gets unfortunately spoilers are he gets killed. Um, and it's just like like to inch 
it was kind of a waste to introduce such an awesome character to throw away this awesome character, but at the same time, like, I understand what they're doing it, but it's just, it, it, to me, it was just, like, a weird sense of storytelling for this. But, like, I get what they were doing, and just me personally, like, the storytelling and everything isn't, like you said, Cobb, it's not really a movie for me. It's not really the type of movies that I want. But, like, I can understand the movie being a good movie and people liking it. And I thought the action was really good. The combat choreography. Like, we gotta just spend some time on that. That was just fantastic. So, fun fun fact. Fun, well, interesting fact that I found out, like, after, like, I watched the movie and was looking some stuff up. So, the writer-director of this movie, and editor, and producer, um, actually, no, I'm sorry, he only produced the the first one, um, is a Welsh dude. Hmm. Like, just, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But he, um, so he, he wrote, directed all this stuff, a bunch of these Indonesian, like, crime action films, including both yeah. raid movies. Um, he was part of the choreograph, like, the action chore- choreography team for both of the raid movies. Mm-hmm. But does not appear to have, like, at least not on, on Wikipedia, he does not have any, um, anything listed in here about, like, like, what his, like, um, martial arts background might be be um just that he was fascinated with it and yeah somehow became an action choreographer for his movies um he also it's um it's gareth evans is the guy's name he was um he was a guy that was supposed to write and direct the uh deathstroke movie when dc was still making movies okay which like based on the way that he did this movie like like this movie and like the, the action scenes like that would have translated really fucking well to a deathstroke movie yeah, yeah, it would have been an amazing Deathstroke. Yeah, like I'm yeah. bummed that we don't get to see that now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that all, all the fight scenes were fucking ridiculous. Yeah, the fight in the back of the SUV, like oh man, that was great. That was like a Jackie Chan fight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it yeah. was, yeah. And then the fight in the hallway with Hammer Girl and Baseball Bat Boy, like. Uh-huh. That was a great scene. Like, just from beginning to end. I love, like, it started with the, with the, the, the ball going straight into the glass. And, and him asking like, for the ball back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, when he asked the guy for the ball back before, and he throws it to, like, off, uh, like, out the door, I'm just like, why the fuck would you, it doesn't matter. He's gonna hit you with the bat anyway. Like, why? Why would you bother? <laughs> it doesn't man, make sense. The- Earlier in the movie, when they when they were first showing us those two characters, and the dude is just like like pin precision, fucking knocking people out from like twenty feet away with a baseball like that. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was great. Like those two characters were awesome, and then the whole kitchen fight scene, which is about ten minutes in and of itself, I think. Yeah that that fight went on so long, but it never yeah. it never felt like it was like. Over, like you never looked at it, and you're like, "There's no way this fight would still be going." It's like, "Oh no, both of these people, like they're fighting for their lives. Like they are not going to give up easily." Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, both of those guys, especially the lead character, should have been dead from blood loss before <laughs> that fight was over. Like the lead character got the his his knee bow broken or, or cut open. Like no, that you're, you're bleeding out from that. Hundred percent. I mean. Or is it knee pit or is it knee bow? It's knee pit. It's knee pit. Like, you don't, I don't disagree, but you also don't really know how deep he actually cut him. And, like, there's not an artery there either. Like, you know, like, you you can, 
ex- like have that disbelief in like okay yeah. like you're not gonna like and at least by the like by the time that fight was over when he walked into the last room like he was not in good shape and mm-hmm. would not have been able to actually fight that room like mm-hmm, had it not yeah. been the other guy like you know um killing people like it, it, he would have not survived it mm-hmm. um and like, they su- just leave it yeah they, and they just leave it open at the end too <laughs> yeah uh, just real quick on the kitchen fight i was shocked by the l- l- restraint of use of not using like 87 different kitchen utensils in that yeah fight. yeah like did, I, did they actually grab anything uh, uh, i don't uh, think one, they did one like pan like deep yeah. Uh, roasting pan got like thrown, yeah. that, and like that was it. That's that's one of the good things that they did about this movie is a lot of it was direct hand to hand combat. Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't a lot of prop usage. There was prop usage. There was like at the at the uh, the mud fight. There was he was using the broomstick handle, um, and then there there were like some bottles and stuff. But for the most part, when it came to the lead character and his fights. There wasn't a lot of props. He was all hand to hand. He was he was close range combat. And it's just like it added and fed to it. The fact that all of these gangsters are proficient martial artists in this world it blows my mind. <laughs> um, but it's it was still like it was it was the, those those choreographies were great were great. Yeah, they really were. And even even like the car fight. Like if you think t- so, and I think it's just just the difference. If you look at like a Hong Kong action movie, um. Even like the um like Ip Man, but like I'm I'm thinking more of like Jackie Chan movies, Jet Li movies, like like the stuff from like the 90s and early 2000s. Um, mm-hmm. even even when that stuff started tra- transitioning into like Hollywood, um, it was always very kind of like goofy in a way. Like it was still like like serious action, but you know like they would do like just silly things to people like. Mm-hmm. They would grab like a towel and wrap somebody's hands into it and like pull them into a pole or something, something very like comical and acrobatic and just over the top. Whereas mm-hmm. in this movie, like you said, there was none of that. Even in that car scene where if this had been like a Hong Kong action movie, it would have been a whole bunch of like sliding between the seats and like doing like, all, like fancy stuff. That fight was very, very just visceral. It was, you know, mm-hmm. choking people with seatbelts in a very like non, um, stylish way like he was literally just wrapping around them at at any chance he got and trying to choke them out a lot of just elbows and kicks when when they could when he grabbed the uzi and blew the face off the biker's face like that was that was wild oh yeah and like wild man there was no like silly like back and forth there it was there was no of him punching the helmet or the the biker trying to like do something fancy it was just Here's a gun. Here's your face. Bye. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's what they did with a lot of the movie was like it wasn't like the theatrics. It was just the fights. Yeah, even when 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 the main character gets into the um that where like like the last stretch of the movie, he drives yeah. that car into the warehouse. He kind of runs over a few people. The car stalls out. He gets out and like he doesn't like pick stuff up and do a bunch of like fancy flips. He just starts fucking throwing people. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. somebody comes out of him, he hits him as hard as he fucking can, and throws him to the side. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no time for, for fancy footwork. It's just, y- y'all have to be incapacitated, because he has people to kill. And not yeah. a lot of time to do it. <laughs> um, But yeah, I, I overall, like, actually enjoyed it. I, Drew, I don't know if you enjoyed it or not. Yeah, no, I did. For sure. 
Yeah, I actually, I actually really want to go and actually watch the the first one. Yeah, at some uh, point. Mm-hmm. Like Richie was saying, with stuff feeling missing, I'm like, we fucking should have watched the first one first. I understand, like you're thinking for it though, like having gone into this with no real knowledge of it. Like people that we both follow online talk very highly of the raid too. Yeah, and like you just think it's because of all the action. And that it probably didn't have, like, such an in-depth story. <laughs> and, like, whoops, it does. Yeah, like, I feel like you get enough of... The story in Raid 2 is self-contained enough that it doesn't super detract from it. But at the same time, it would have probably even been better with having all the knowledge from the first one. Yeah, especially just having a little more connection to the main character. Yeah. Because... Because, like, you can infer a bunch of stuff that, like, he is either married or separated or something and has a child. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's kind of, like, the extent of it. And I'm sure some of it comes across as just, like, we don't speak the language, so we're having to infer everything from, excuse me, from subtitles that you might miss something and just vocal tone and body language. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, overall, I I definitely enjoyed it. I, there is a there's a third one that came, It's it's not, like, connected to these two as like a sequel or anything like that but um it it stars the same main guy um and it was from the same director um called Mirantau M E R A N T A U from uh 2009 so if you like the raid in raid 2 you might like that one okay yeah um i guess you guys want to want to hear what the next movie thing is oh sure. boy it's your choice it isn't is. it you don't sound excited eh, we'll see um, we're gonna watch Paddington and Paddington Two. <laughs> finally, finally, we're watching the greatest movie of all time. You know what? You know what? Finally, solidified it. What? Um, Hideo Kojima. <laughs> Did he mention Paddington Two? Oh, better, better. Hang on. I should. I'm sorry. I should have had this fucking ready to go, and I didn't. And I apologize. You failed. You failed. Oh, and I don't know from how long ago this was. Fuck. But I know I've I've heard Paddington two get mentioned at least two to three times on Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Like it gets mentioned quite frequently of that being like the greatest movie of all time. Yeah, like and we've we've talked about it a bunch before. It's all over fucking Rotten Tomatoes. Like both of them are very highly rated. Yeah. All right. You guys could both check uh, the group chat for a link to Hideo Kojima's uh, Japanese Twitter. He's got a Paddington. But, like, there's three pictures of him, like, seemingly very happy to have this toy. (laughs) It's Hideo Kojima. He's very happy to have any toy. I mean, that dude just loves movies. He does. He does. He's a major cinephile. But, yeah, like, I saw that, and I'm just like, you know what? It's my pick. We're going to watch Paddington. Awesome. Also, I I think, was it last week that you had the the squirrel in your house, or was that the week before? It was two weeks ago. It was when we uh, talked about... It was when we chose to do the raid. It was two weeks ago. Okay, I couldn't remember. Um, so, like, when you were off doing that, Drew and I were talking about the guy that um, photoshops Paddington into movies. Yep, yep. I so. was there for that a little bit. Yeah, you were you were sort of floating in and out. But yeah, so yeah. in two weeks, they're both like 90-minute movies, so it, it shouldn't be hard. Um, yeah. We'll watch Paddington and Paddington 2, which actually, are they are available on things, right? I didn't just, like... <laughs> I have no idea. I... Um... I, I think we looked at this already. I think it's like on HBO or something. Paddington 1 looks like it's on Netflix. Yeah. And Paddington 2, HBO. 
Man, I need two different apps for now. I want you know Paddington might also be on. Yeah, I mean, Just Watch says it's not so, but like Just Watch isn't like a hundred percent every time. Mm. But yeah, so what would that make it? Um, June 9th. The episode that goes up on June 9th, we will be talking about Paddington and Paddington 2. Oh, that's after my 24-hour stream that gets that. Oh, oh, I hope it does. Me don't. But it, me too. <laughs> if, me too. If my Twitch um, Prime is up by then, I might, I might give it to you that month just to make you stream an extra hour. Good. Good. You better. Okay. I just double-checked. Netflix does have Paddington. HBO has Paddington 2. So we're, we're set. Yes. Yes. We got this. Good. Good. Uh, what is next on this outline? Oh no, I've lost. I've lost Windows, guys. It's I found thirteen them. Sentinels Aegis Rims. I think it's pronounced Aegis. Whatever. I was stretching, so it was all strained. Um, sure, we can go with that one. All right. But you played. You played thirteen Sentinels Aegis Rim. I did. Aegis Rim, whatever. I did. Uh, the 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 game that you keep saying is definitely my kind of game. I think at one point or another. So. Having not played it and just seen some of it, I thought it was it would be right up your alley. I still think you'd actually probably enjoy it, but um, since you basically only play games on stream, I don't know if you'd want to stream it. Yeah, it's 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 a major RPG, so like it's gonna be hard to be. I don't think it's gonna be very stream um, friendly. In so that sense. I do know somebody that did stream the whole game recently, um, mm-hmm. and like it seemed to go okay for them, but. Uh, it's it's half RTS with mechs and kaiju. Yeah. And half weird anime bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, so you basically, um, you have your story mode stuff, which, and it's not even story mode. The, the game is actually broken up into, here's all the story stuff, here's all the fights. And they kind of get yeah. locked by each other. So they don't, so you can't progress into too many of the fights until you have done some of the story. Um, and as you play through the story, it unlocks more characters. So you end up with 13 playable characters at a certain point. And mm-hmm. after the t- kind of a long tutorial, it's like a two hour tutorial, but like it just kind of plays like the game. It's just taking its time doing things like as you go. Um, but once you get through that, you can just pick whatever character you want and experience between like 15 and 30 minutes of like narrative focused on that character. Um, yeah. And it's all kind of non-linear. So different characters will interact with them, with, like, each other in their own narratives. But then when you go to, like, their to- like their part of it, they are still interacting, but it's not always in the same order. Hmm. Um, there's also, um, there's, there's time travel, which I didn't realize. Um, this game takes place in, like, 1944, 1945, during World War II. Um, primarily during 1985 that's like the core timeline um and then 2025 2065 and like 21 something so like it's kind of all over the place as far as like time goes uh the majority of it is in 1985 though that's where like the home base is i guess you could say for most of the characters and it some of them definitely know that they have time traveled because they have time traveled either from the future or from the past some of them seem to be native to that timeline, though, and don't really know what's going on, which makes it super weird when you're in the combat side of it, because they all seem to be on the same page as far as what's going on at that point. And that point seems to be sometime in the future. Um, they also do, like, a lot of just very subtle, like, information drops on people. Um, 
that are going to hit differently depending on what stuff you have watched. Like, what which characters you have followed up to that point. So, um, there's one character who his name is something different when you're playing as him. And at a certain point, you play through one of his stories. Pretty sure it was one of his stories. And in a, like a, a memory thing that he has, he introduces himself, totally different name, name you haven't heard yet. Um, depending on, on your order. And then you get to another point and you're, and you're talking to this guy and he is an older person and he drops his name and it's the, the name that the kid gave in this one random scene earlier. Mm-hmm. And it just happened to be that the way I was playing, I'm trying not to play like any one character too, like too far out from each other. So I'm kind of trying to keep them at like as close together as possible so that I'm not getting these wild, um, explanations on something that won't make any sense until like I've played like two other characters. Um, so it was just this like, oh, that's the name that he just gave at the end of his thing like an hour ago. What the fuck? Like, how is that him and that's him? And th- there's okay. a few other characters like that where like there's a character you meet in the forties and then that character seems to be alive in 85 and in the future, but not as, like, a progressively older person. Mm-hmm. Like, they seem to be approximately the same age in 85 and in most of the future timelines. Then th- they are a different age in the 40s, but that seems to be a- its own weird spot in history. Um, and it, it does. It. it has, like, just this interesting kind of, like, alternate history take on everything. Um and the reason I think it'd be up your alley, aside from like the uh, like the the RTS side of it of, of the gameplay, is because it it is all about like kaiju and mechs battling. Mm-hmm. Um, like basically, like aliens have invaded Earth, and that's what you're fighting. And it seems like they okay. have tried to invade Earth multiple times over like a hundred years, give or take. And one of those times was actually like in Japan during World War II, and it was like this small town where like two of the characters are from and they both thought that the Americans did it, <laughs> that these giant hulking like monster things were like American weapons. Um, and then when those characters end up in 1985, because their little like quaint, like countryside town is no longer countryside. It's like an actual like bustling city. They think mm-hmm. that they have been abducted and taken to America <laughs> because like they don't know that, t- that they've traveled through time. They think it's still 1945. Like, they blacked okay. out on the battlefield, basically, and think because they were piloting one of the Sentinels, the the, the Mecha, um, they think that they have just been abducted by the Americans and have been taken back to an American city. But, like, mm-hmm. just left on the side of the road, apparently. It's amazing. That's, yeah. That's weird. That's, yeah, it's, I, I don't know. Like, when, it, when, when you pull in time travel, it's like a reverse isekai. Like, it's just weird. But, like, so far, it is actually working really well so far, especially because it's, like, a choose-your-own-adventure sort of thing. Um, You don't necessarily, you don't necessarily have to, like, experience the same thing in the same way. Like, there's a couple times where I've noticed I could have basically ended a a section early by not talking to a thing or presenting something. Um, Whereas when I do, I get, like, the option to, like, remember something, and then you get, like, a flashback or whatever to, or, like them talking about a dream they what they think is a dream they had but what may have actually been like something they actually experienced in a different time um mm-hmm. and there, there's actually one girl who in a very like magical girl like like it kind of reminds me of um the madoka anime that we watched like last year yeah. um this girl finds this cat at school and it, it does look like a regular cat it's not like the weird fucking cat from that show 
but it talks to her, and it's basically like, hey, if you make a contract with me, I'll grant your wish. <laughs> um, and, and, uh, and the contract is, I'm going to give you a magic gun, and you're going to go kill witches. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, it's very in line with just, like, it, it really does feel like it's just pulling from a lot of different, like, anime concepts, and not in, like, a very tropey way. Um, mm-hmm. like, everything does feel like it works for, like, each character, which is odd. Um, and it is a little, like, it's a little confusing early on, especially when you, when the game opens up and you're free to kind of either progress story or progress battle. Because all the battle, um, stuff has, like, story, like, beats in between it where, like, the characters are talking to each other. And them knowing what's going on there versus not knowing what's going on in, like, your actual, like, story vignettes is just like, all right, so when do we get to this point? Like, how do, how do they end up here if this is where they're at right now? Or, like, or is this actually where they started and the vignettes are actually where they're going to end up? Like, I don't know where anything's going yet. And it's, it's weird and interesting. I ended up, because I was off, I took off today for, to take Ben and everything. I ended up playing like six hours. And, like, didn't even realize it. Like, I just played all kind of, like, late morning into early afternoon. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was just easy to, like, it was easy to bounce back and forth, but it it kind of, it's funny, it, it kind of pushes you to want to keep going, because when you're doing the battles, um, you get, like, streak bonuses, essentially. And there's, like, little bonus objectives for each thing, like, make, like bring this person into the fight, only have four, um, so when you go into the fights, you can have up to six sentinels with you okay um, so it's like only bring four sentinels and one of them has to be this guy or on- you can have six but they can only be gen one and gen four and then also only have like don't have any destruction to this thing and um like like little things like that so then you get into these fights and you're like all right i have four people there's tons of waves how the fuck am i going to do this and you just kind of have to figure it out and hope that you brought a good combination because every generation of Sentinel is kind of specialized in different things. So the early ones are basically just melee. But their melee shit is very powerful. So, like, they're great for taking out, like, the really big hulking ones fairly quickly. Um, whereas, like, later generation ones are a little more aerial. They have more long range and kind of, like, area of effect attacks. But those area of effect attacks are really only good against sort of, like, the swarmy enemies. Not really, like, the big hulking ones. Mm-hmm. So, and you don't know what you're getting into until the fight actually starts. So you kind of have to, like, play it safe in a lot of ways and try to bring, like, a well-rounded team and just hope you don't fuck yourself. Yeah. Um. But, like, there's there's all sorts of, like, level-up stuff. Um. You basically you get experience from the vignettes and from battling. So you can just dump those into learning new skills or improving existing skills on the, the Sentinels. Um. You can use them to unlock, like group effects so every every match you get one sort of like like just all-encompassing attack after you kind of build up the meter and right now i have two unlocked one of them is just it does an emp blast to every enemy on the screen so if you're getting hit by tons of swarms you can hit that and the weaker stuff it just kills immediately and the stronger stuff it actually like incapacitates temporarily Mm -hmm. um and then i also have a thing that if i use it it'll just heal all my sentinels so, if your sentinels get destroyed, they go into, like, a repair mode, but your pilot is then ejected, and you have to make sure that your pilot is, like, in a safe place on the map, because if anything explodes near them, or if any of the, the kaiju attack them, they'll die, and then you fail. 
Like if any okay. of your any of your pilots die, it's all an automatic fail. Okay. Okay. Um. And yeah, it's it, it's interesting. the The only thing that kind of the only thing that that's getting a little hard to balance is if you want to keep the if you want to keep your um your streak going because you get like multipliers by just going from one battle to the other without like quote unquote healing. Um, your characters basically build up like a psychic um disturbance because the suits are connected to their brains. So it's not so much a like it's not like a Gundam that they're piloting. It's actually like con- connected to their brains it's, and like it's moving with their brain activity. It's it's a Jaeger, except mm. it only takes one person, not two. Mm. Yeah, actually that that's a good example. And for whatever reason, they have to be naked in there. They don't show anything. But like one of the first things somebody says when they're in there is like, "Where did all my clothes go?" Um, it's an anime. Like, yeah, that's just so, expected. There at to this point, there is zero like fan service anything like. Mm-hmm. Like when they're in these things, they're like, Drew. I know Drew. You you've played Metal Gear Solid, the first one, right? Of course. Rich, have you? Yeah, yeah. I played the first Metal. Okay, you know the Kodak pictures, like when you go into the Kodak to talk yeah. to people, like those little still images. Okay. That's essentially what they look like when they're in the kaiju, just like bigger and higher quality, but they're like a monochrome color, and it's all kind of like them like face down with their head just up, so you literally can't see anything. So the fact that they're all naked in these ships is very weird. Like they weren't leaning into anything like weird or fan servicey. It's it was just a weird decision they made. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they build up like this psychic pressure or whatever you want to call it. And as it builds up, if it builds up all the way, they basically are incapacitated for like the next fight. So they you cannot deploy with them. So if you have like a team of six and it's like all of your like long range people, um, and they all get incapacitated. And you can only go in with like short range and support. You're gonna have a really bad fucking time if your next match is all flying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to be very like thoughtful about like, all right, well, let me bring out like these two with me now, but I'll leave these ones here because it's like if they sit out a-, a match, that gauge goes down a little bit. So there's kind of like a back and forth to it. Um, but you do have the- you have the option before each wave to just and uh, they call each individual battle a wave um, to heal everybody, but it resets your your streak bonus. So you kind of want to, like, ride it out as long as you can, um, which th- does make it, you know, it gives it, like, a, an interesting challenge. And there, there mm-hmm. is a difficulty setting, there, so there's easy, normal, and hard, depending on, like, normal so far has actually been pretty easy. Like, I haven't, I had one fight where I ran into a little bit of trouble, and it was just because I deployed with two characters that I thought had a thing that didn't, and it just ended up making, taking down bigger things take longer. But mm-hmm. otherwise, like, it, it's it's pretty cool so far, and I'm... I mean, I like I said, I played like six hours today, so I it's definitely something worth mm-hmm. checking out. Nice. I I do like the uh, the art style for the game, like the the at least when the when they're talking, like the the two D plane when they're talking, uh, stuff and walking around. I think that's really cool looking. I've seen I've seen some things about. It. I've looked this up constantly. Thought about buying it so many times. It's probably on my Steam wish list at the moment. It's not on PC, so it's not really. Nope. Yeah, it's it's PS4 and it just came out on Switch and I think it might be Xbox. No, oh, wow. just PS4 and Switch. Okay, I thought I had seen that. Maybe it's coming to Xbox at some point. I would be shocked if it was coming to Xbox and it wasn't already there by the. I mean, you're not wrong, but Sony may have had one of those weird things. But why wouldn't they have put it out the same time they put out the, the Switch version? That's. I mean, you're not wrong. 
I I just like I said I thought I saw something for somewhere. Oh, it was supposed to be on Vita. Maybe that's what I was thinking of as like another platform it was supposed to be on. Yeah, like the wiki said just play PS4 and Switch, so. But see, all the more reason to get an Elgato so that you can stream it off your PlayStation 5. I could just stream it off my Switch. Or I mean, yeah, just that's... natively off the PlayStation 2, like. Yeah, or just native. Where I could that game is not very resource intensive. I could probably use my my capture card for my PS5. It's it, like the capture card that I have is the Genki Shadowcast. It'll probably work fine with PS5. But like if I try to get anything a little bit more resource heavy and intensive, uh, it might not be all that great because I already have to use it in uh I have to use the Shadowcast itself in uh performance mode over resolution mode and if i'm playing something with high resolution or like that's that's very graphic intensive why not just be able to do the graphic stuff but also at the same time i don't have a monitor or even a tv that lets me get to the peak capabilities of graphical capabilities so it doesn't really matter to me that's that's fair and yeah like neither section of this game has like anything too demanding on it like Mm -hmm. the the story bits are like that it's like that two and a half d because there there is a bit of like like um, X and Y that you can move on. Like, it's not just the one, like, back and forth 2D plane. Um, yeah. But it is very, you know, it, it looks like an anime. And mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it's very much has that, like, almost like hand painted look to it. And a lot of the levels, like, the colors are kind of muted. So it would play fine like that. And the, um, the battle s- screens are very much just like a, a very pulled out shot. So, like, you never really get a good view of, like, the Sentinels or the enemies. They're really just different colored shapes on the map that you're attacking. And you're just kind of like... Yeah, no, like, I would have... Apparently, from what I was, like, reading up on this game, that is, like, the RTS side of it is, like, the thing that, like, it got dinged for the most. Because it's not, like, a bad RTS. It has some cool mechanics to it. But, like, it's very... Visually, it's kind of very underwhelming as far as that goes. And, like I said, it... At least on normal mode, it's pretty easy so far. Um, and you know, I'm I'm sure it gets harder on harder, but you know, I feel like normal should have a little more challenge to it than it, it has up to this point. I'm only in like the the second section of fights beyond the tutorial because I I actually hit a point where I can't progress fights anymore until I get all of my story stuff up higher because I kind of because the fights were going so quickly, I did a whole bunch of them in a row, and then ran out of them, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But they are generally pretty quick, and there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of wins, like, ways to win in them. It's like, okay, like, hold out until... Could, they're all tower defense. Like, so it's RTS, but it's a tower defense. Like, you have a tower in every level that you are trying to make sure the enemies don't destroy. Yeah. And once the timer runs out, the tower actually activates and destroys all of the enemies on the field. So, like, mm-hmm. the the win scenario is defeat all the enemies or just hold out until time runs out okay so yeah that's pretty sweet yeah 13 13 sentinels aegis rim it's it sounds good it's it's been it's been on my radar it's just i've i've gotten other potentially more interesting games come out that i've wanted to play more this is the most interesting (laughs) way more interesting than elden ring uh what's that i said way more interesting than elden ring you know what? On a level of story capabilities, absolutely, a hundred percent. I'll, I'll, I haven't even played this game, and I can tell you, way more interesting than. That. 
Well, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about you beating Elden Ring? So I beat Elden Ring. There we go. That's it. Um, no, yeah, I, 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 I cleared it on Thursday last week, uh, after a stressful, uh, what was it? A six and a half, almost seven hour stream. Um, or not after, during six and a half, seven hour stream. Uh, I, I fought, uh, Melania for about two and a half hours. And then, uh, uh, let me solo her showed up. It took him three tries still, but he was able to do it. Uh, and then I just went toward the final, the ending of the game, and I, and like the final area was really cool. Like Farmathala, I believe is what it's called, it was a really neat area. There's all these tornadoes. There's a destroyed city. Like every you you know you're going the right way when you get to a grace point, and they were very common to get to. But it was like it's it's kind of a dungeon style thing where like you need to be going in this direct path to get to the final to get to the boss. It was just it was a really really cool area. And the final boss, his name is Malekith. He's this giant dog thing. He's the avatar of death, basically. He was fucking awesome. A great fight. A little tough, but still great fight. But, like, after going two and a half hours fighting Melania, and then fighting this guy, probably took me about ten tries, uh, and then going to the actual end of the game, because that wasn't even the end of the game, which I thought it was going to be, but you have to go actually get to the Elden Ring, which I, ho- I thought the whole point of this game was you're tarnished and you're trying to become the Elden Lord, so you have to go and get the Elden Ring. And I didn't realize that everyone was trying to stop you from getting the Elden Ring. Like, even your allies end up trying to stop you from getting the Elden Ring. Like, why? I thought this is the point of a tarnished, is to get the Elden Ring and become Elden Lord. Like, it doesn't make sense. What is it about this game? Like, what is this game? doesn't make sense but then they like they throw some like one stupid boss fight that you could see coming from a mile away because he even tells you at the beginning like i'm getting the elden ring and he's a fucking douche you kill him he's easy he's a waste of time and a breath uh and then you go fight the same boss you already fought earlier in the same arena again but he has a second phase this time where it becomes super anime and it becomes akuma i think that fight took me one try and it's just like overall the experience is like it's going fine, it's going decent. The end of the game is going alright. And then you get to the end of the fucking game. And the last two bosses like literally the last boss was the worst. It was called the Elden Beast. And it is like it is a gimmicky boss, kind of, where it's just this giant galactic like it's just beast that looks like galaxies within it. Uh and you're the stage that you're on, it's all like it, it's like an, an inch of water that you're running in, and it's just all open, and that's all. And it, it turns into, at certain points, like a bullet hell style, like, dodges attacks. And I'm like, this is not, this is not what I signed up for. This is not, like, like, he has one move where he will swing his sword, and it'll go all the way across the map. And when I mean all the way across, it takes a good 20 seconds to get to him from one side of the map to the other. And he'll swing the sword, and he'll get to you within two seconds. Like, it's not a slow-moving thing. Okay. Um, but, like, he swings the sword, and he does that four times. He has another ability where he shoots beams out of his back, and then they just constantly fall down. You have to just run to the side, and they constantly drop down, like, right at your feet, as long as you're running long. He has another ability where he jumps up into the air, creates a ring on the ground, and the ring closes in on you, and you have to either jump over it or roll through it. 
but you have to get the roll right to get the iframes to not get hurt by this ring. And he, the objective is to get out of that ring. And then he has another ability where he throws out a ball, an orb of light that just constantly throws projectiles at you for like maybe a good 30 seconds. I don't know. Might have been able to try to kill that thing. I have no idea. But there was one instance where he dropped the ring, the beams of light, and the orb all at the same time on me. And then, as soon as I was able to get out of the ring, he swung his sword at me when I had no stamina left to be able to jump or dodge over this thing. And if you get hit by that thing, it's most of your health. This guy hits like a truck. It, it, it was honestly the worst boss fight I've ever experienced in my life. Melania was fun. It was difficult, but it was fun. This boss fight was just bullshit. Absolute horseshit. And again, it did not make sense. None of this ending made sense at all. The whole point of you going and fighting all these things was to get access to reforge the Elden Ring and become the Elden Lord. But you ended up having to fight the dead first Elden Lord. Like, what is this? What's going on? It, it, it's just, it was very disappointing. Sounds exciting. Oh, oh, I haven't gotten, I haven't even gotten to the best part. Tell us about the blue so, runes. Well, that's, that's what I'm getting to. <laughs> Um, so I played, if you watch me on stream, I played 99% of this game on offline mode. Mostly because when you go to exit the game, you have to click exit on in, in your menu. You have to go to systems, and you have to click exit. That'll save and exit where you're at. And then to actually exit the game itself, you need to have the menu pop open, which requires the game to connect to the internet. So in order to exit the game, you have to exit connect to the internet, exit. It was the dumbest thing. There was no just quit to desktop. If you just quit game, and then you had to go, and you had to, it was dumb. So, like, I ended up, because I thought it was dumb, and because I didn't want to get invaded at all, because fuck PvP in these games. Seriously, fuck PvP in, in, in Soulsborne. It's, these games aren't built for that. At least in my opinion. And it's not that I'm not good, it's just that it's dumb, it's, it's not, that's not what I play these games for. And so I don't want to be invaded, so I turn that off. I turn that shit off. So I played a majority of the game without getting the specters, without getting the little white runes on the ground. Wait, wait. And then, so are you trying to tell me that you weren't just enthralled and helped by constant messages letting you know, letting you next time to try finger butthole? No, I just, I, 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 I will be 100% honest. I find those things stupid. I find those messages dumb. I hated every Souls game I've ever played. I hated them because people are trolls. 90% of the time, it's a troll. And I just, there's, to me, there's no point in having them. I don't like having them there. I don't like having the specters in there because they, like, it, it also, like, throws you off because, oh, there's just this random ghost running around. That doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't add anything for you. Why is it there? It's kind of pointless. Like, I don't, I don't like it. I don't think it's worthwhile. I don't think it's needed. And I don't like the idea of if you play online, being able to actually just be invaded randomly. So depends on the area, depends on where you're at, but there is a chance. Like, yes, most of the time you just, you have to activate an item to be able to get invaded, but there are areas, at least in other Souls games, where you had to be invaded. There was a fucking boss in Demon Souls, which the whole boss was getting invaded and having a PvP match. Hardest boss in that game. I one-shot the final boss in Demon Souls. It took me 30 tries to kill 
somebody else. Because it was random each time, and it's PvP bullshit. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not, like, I'm very bitter about this PvP shit. It's, I, I'm, like, I, I'm not, I'm not a Souls purist. I don't think PvP is necessary or even should really be a part of these games. These are not PvP games. The game is hard enough already. I don't need the frustration of people. I, I don't. It's also, the co-op in this game is absolute horseshit. That, like, it, it, it costs an item, a consumable item, to pee, to co-op. And, if the host dies, or if you beat a boss, well, yeah, if the host dies, you beat a boss, you have to use that item again. You have to consume another item to co-op with the same person, because they get sent back to their own world. You can't actually play this game 100% co-op. It's stupid. It is a shame that they, that, like... It's a game that they sort of pitch as being co-op. Like, it wasn't a hard pitch, but, like, it is one of, like, the tags for the game. Yeah. But it's only kind of co-op. Like, yeah. like you have to like, try real hard for that game to be co-op, unfortunately. Yeah, like, yeah, there's so much you have to do. And, like, when I tried calling in assistance and help uh, fighting Melania the first time, I, there, I couldn't figure out how to connect to the fucking internet. I was going through all my menus. I turned on the internet, and it, it wouldn't connect. I didn't know what I did. So when I exited that night and ended the game, I made sure to turn on, like, auto-connect to the internet when you load up the game. Um, and it's just, it's, I, I don't, I don't, like, if, if, if somebody's listening and you're a fan of PvP and Soulsborns, great for you. I'm, I'm happy, I'm proud of you, like, that's awesome for you. I don't, I don't, I don't see a point. Because, A, there's, there's many things that could happen. Thing number one, you could just have a person get themselves to max level and just have every stat at 99 all the time. Which then, yes, you can all do that, but I'm not dedicating the, I think it takes about two weeks of time to get that. I'm not going to do that. Why not? This is stupid. Like, there's, no, fuck that. It's, it's, it's already bullshit. Um, but anyway, let's get back to the final game. So, because I played most of the game, on offline mode, I didn't get a lot of the runes or anything, so that when I actually activated online and was able to pull in, let me solo her, I never turned it back off. And so I did Rennie's quest. I did all of Rennie's quests. And I was just expecting, like any game I've ever fucking played, you get, you do enough to do, get an ending, you get that ending when you beat the game. I've never played a game that you do enough to get an ending, you actually have to do something else to unlock the end. It's usually, as far as I can remember, you do this stuff, you get that in. Or, they flat out ask you a choice at the very end. Like, it was, um, let's take Mass Effect 3, for example. You do everything to get the ending, and then it gives you a choice. Ending 1, ending 2, or ending 3. But if you don't do everything to get the ending, they only give you the choice ending 1, or they only give you the choice for ending 1 or 2. Like, at least this time you get a choice. And yes, I got a choice. But I didn't know I had to activate these fucking runes. It wasn't said, oh, Rennie's here, you should summon her. Like, I didn't... I didn't th these runes I started right on top of, I didn't even fucking see. Because the whole entire arena's blue. I go back, I activate the, um... The, the, the Sight of Grace. And then I see... Oh, there's a statue there. Let's go activate the statue. Because I assume that's what I need to do. And I just go run up and activate the statue. I get a little bullshit ending where I'm sitting on a fucking throne and that's it. 
90 goddamn hours of this game, I spent 10 plus hours doing a other person, a, a questline for someone else that I was not mandatory and I didn't need to do. It could have saved me a lot of time. I also spent 10 fucking hours fighting one boss because I'm stubborn. I could have saved 20 hours of my life not doing this shit and still gotten the same ending. And that's what really ticks me off about this game. It's so fucking long, but there's, but you, there's no real reward. The for reward doing... is the friendships you made along the way, man. <laughs> I made no friendships because I didn't play online. Fuck off. Well, like, see, you fucked up then. Try finger butthole. <laughs> no, that stuff's just dumb. Hidden door it's, this way. I just, I, I just like it's just, I, yeah, I just. I was, I was over it already, like, I, the game had, the game is too, and it's too open. It is, like, like you say, Cobb, with, uh, Breath of the Wild, it is a good game. It is the worst Soulsborne game I've ever played. I can't sit here and say it's the worst From Software game, because From Software also makes Armored Core, and I've, there's only, I've only played a few of those. But it is the worst From, this, the worst Soulsborne game I've ever played. But it's you also the, the one that has drawn in the most people, which is funny. It, and, and it's, it is, this, this game is definitely going to get, like, game of the year shit, and it's, and it's gonna be rated so high, and it, it doesn't deserve it. It doesn't. To this day, which is, what, five, four months after release? Three? It's still, three months after release? I still get frame rate drops constantly. Like, and I'm not just saying, like, a quick, like, slow down, like, literal, Stop for a second drop. Stops. And we've been over this. It's because your PC's garbage and you need a new one. No, it's no, old. it's, it's because <laughs> of, uh, apparently the easy anti-cheat that they put into it. Cause it's not just, it's everyone, everyone's PC. And like, I agree with Eric that graphically and systems wise, the game just does not perform or operate all that well. It just, it doesn't look that, there are some beautiful scenery going into the capital for the first time and seeing the tree and the the throne area built into the tree. That's beautiful. That's gorgeous. But it's just, it's like when you're up close, when you're near things, when you're in it, like it just doesn't look that great. And I I was, I don't, I don't think any of the from software games have ever been like, Oh, this game looks really good for the heart, like on the hardware that it was built on. If that makes sense. Like they don't look bad, but they just, no, you know, they're no, they're it's, muddy and kind of like forgettable aesthetically. Yeah, yeah, and it, it yeah, exactly. That's it's, that and franchise. That's what it is, and it's but like people are going to pine over, or not going to have been pining over this. Like again, it is there is a major la- like I played ninety hours of this game. I had no fucking idea what I was doing. I like I don't understand why I did any of it and why everyone was against me doing it all. Well, did you ever try finger butthole? <laughs> no, because I never got that. It's like well, because and, and you like, you never had but, yourself online. But what does what does figure butthole mean? Like that's the like this is think the, about it. Like think I, about I, it. I I know what it means, Cobb. But I'm this is just what I'm like. <laughs> this is why I play those games offline because that's it's because either you hate try, fun. No, it's either because I'm not trying to run around in a game and go to grab an item. And seven fucking messages are right next to that item, and I can't grab it because seven people decided to drop messages saying "try finger butthole," give praise, O to Elden. <laughs> Thank you, Chase. Thank you for explaining my frustration. 
Come here. You Whoa. got so worked up that you upset Chase. Come what here. an asshole. Mister. Come here. Sit. Good boy. But it's just, it's, the game is good. It's not great. It's not game of the year. It's not fantastic. It's just good. Now, I will say, if, if I had seen the, 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 um, the runes for the rainy ending, maybe my feelings would be slightly different, but I'd still feel that the game is just fun. I, I, and I'm just, I feel like, I feel totally, in a sense, gypped out of my time in the fact that there is 90 hours worth of content and I got the same ending as somebody who puts in three hours worth of work. Less than three. What's the, what's the, uh, what's the speed runs at right like now? Like seven minutes. Yeah. And that's, and that's not a sense of like, yeah, I could play Super Mario World for 10 hours or for five hours and get the same ending as a speedrunner who gets it done in what, like two minutes. But like, it's still, this game is practically brand new and I could probably start new game plus right now and beat it in 10 hours. And get the same exact ending that it took me ninety hours to get. Do it. No, <laughs> fuck off. I'm Coward. not. I, the game. The game's already uninstalled. Like I, I will probably never play this game again. Point zero one percent chance of me ever picking this game back up. It's just. It's. It's. I had. I had got ninety hours full of it. It's uh, less than a dollar an hour that I spent to play this game. I'm fine. I'm done. I don't need it anymore. Like there's usually. And in a From Software game, anytime I play one, there is a point of rage quit where I stop for some time. With 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 um, Bloodborne, it was getting through the, uh, the the fire pit, which was right at the beginning, the bonfire. And I put that game down for six months, picked it up, got right back in it, beat it in like a week. For uh, Demon Souls, it was the um, it was the bridge, bridge to the Night Soul to the, to the Tower Knight. Uh, I, I, that, that part I spent three hours on, kept dying, screaming at the top of my lungs, put the controller down, turned it off for a day or two, went back to it, did it fine, beat the game in, in about a week or so. This game took me fucking three months to beat. My rage quit is beating the fucking game and I'm done. I'm, I'm just, it, it, I don't ever have to pick, put this back in. It is now in the basement and I will never play it again. I mean, like, I feel like maybe if, um, if you hadn't kind of forced yourself to keep playing it the way you did you might you might end up feeling differently because you may have taken that break and then gone back to it six months later and not because i feel like you just got burnt out on it like at a certain I mean, point you didn't want to play it anymore but you just forced yourself to play it well, and, every and night on stream but like at a certain point i didn't want to play it anymore i was still playing it once a week it was all right i just i want to beat this i want this done and like i only played it three nights in a row like it was it was Maybe, well, yeah, because it, it, Thursday I play, I beat Mega Man, and it was Sunday, Monday, alright, so it was four nights in a row, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday that it took me to go through and beat it again. But, and it was like, it wasn't, I don't think it's much, it might be a little bit of how I ended up beating it that really, like, put me over the edge, because I was, it was late when I beat the Elden Beast. Like, I, the, the final sequence of the game is Farmathala, boss, 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 like, in a row. There's like four or five fucking bosses in a row. Farmathala itself has like three or four bosses just to get through it as well. And it's like these games are made to be difficult. These games are made to have hard bosses. But it's just to get to the final boss of Farmathala, you have to fight a boss that is not a boss. 
It doesn't get a boss health bar. It doesn't have a boss zone. And it doesn't, like... But it doesn't respawn when you kill it. And it does give you, like, armor. I could have just bypassed that. But that boss alone took me two tries. And that enemy alone took me, like, two or three tries. And it's just, like, the final sequence of the game. Like, if I had stopped after beating Malekith and and gone back to it the next day and spent another hour playing the game, maybe would I feel differently? Maybe. But I had an hour left of the game. I did not want to turn the game on for an hour. I just wanted it over. Oh, I completely understand that. And I don't mean just like there. I mean just in general. From the like from very early on with this game, you didn't seem super into it. Mm-hmm. And like you kept playing it because it was part of like your stream rotation. And you wanted to keep it up because you did want to see it through when you knew that it was a popular enough game that people would want to watch. And I get that. But I think uh, if actually, you would have walked away for I, a little while, like, you wouldn't be as down on it as you are now. I, I, just to uh, counter that, I was playing it on stream, solely on stream, just because I started it on stream. If I had not started it specifically on stream, I would have been playing it any other time. It was some of my worst performing sessions. I believe playing that. Playing that game on stream. There's because too many people playing it. Yeah, uh-huh. and it, it is, and I've even, I even said when, like, I was going into my final week of play, I'm like, guys, I know this game oversaturates the internet, it's all over the place, I feel you, I see it all over the place. I'm tired of seeing Elden Ring, that's why we're beating it. I get it if you don't want to come and watch, I get it if you don't want to come hang out, I totally understand. But we're beating it, so we don't have to do it again. And that's, that's how I, like, like, I get what you're saying, because I was not off-road with it. And when I first started, I was like, I don't know, I'm not feeling it. And then the more I played it, the more I started to fall in love and enjoy it. But then I got to, it would get to where I'm playing a six-hour session and get nowhere. Nowhere. And it's not because I kept dying. It's not because these bosses were too hard. Just because literally, I found nothing in six hours. Yeah, whereas I feel like if this was a year ago now, like before you started like having like a stream presence, you would have dropped the game for a while and gone and played something else kind of like as you felt like it and then come back to that one eventually and been like, oh, right, like I do enjoy this and gotten back into the to the groove of it. Maybe I, like all the bad I'm talking about. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. Like, yes. I did, no, I that's did, exactly did. what you said. No, you I, said, no I had you said you hated it. You said it's a bad game. You said anyone that likes it is a bad person. No, it's the exact opposite of what I said. True, isn't that what he said? He's been saying it for like 20 minutes now. Uh, bits and pieces. Like, it's, it is a good game. I, I, I did, like, the, the combat, like, the, there, there are many bits about it that I enjoy. There are many, many bits about it that I do not enjoy. And so it's, I, like, I'm, I'm glad I'm done with it. I'm glad it is over. I'm glad I can uninstall it. Because just that whole ending sequence and, like, the, the fact that, because of auto saves, I could not reload. I, I, I mean, my auto save might still be saved from before I chose which ending, but because of auto saves, I can't tell my game to reload and go do Rainy's ending right now. Like I say, it doesn't give me an option for a save slot or anything like that. It's just flat out. You go to the thing, you save. That's it. If I had, if I could have chosen a, sa- a different save. I do this with most games that give me a save slot opportunity and a chance to save before going to the ending. I make a second save so that I can go back to the ending in case there was something I missed, or I could go back to that point, maybe go and float around somewhere else to do other stuff, but then that takes away the new game plus ending capabilities and such. 
Like, if, if they allowed that to be done easily, then I wouldn't have to do New Game Plus and I'd be able to easily platinum the game. Okay. But yeah, it's, it's just Elden Ring. It is, it is, it is absolutely fine. It is a good game. It's just, it is like, Goaty. if you have it's not, Goaty 2022, guys, if you have not played Elden Ring right now, by now, and you're still not over saturated with Elden Ring information, like, to the point of death loop over saturation. And I think that's my biggest problem is everyone is talking about it still. Same with death loop. Like, like death loop, we saw it every, every PlayStation event. We saw death loop. Even now, like, there's at least one website, one YouTube channel, one YouTube, uh, uh, story, something about Elden Ring, like, every week. Maybe I'd feel a little bit less bitter about but it's just so oversaturated it's so all over the place and it is not that it is good but it is not game of the year oh my god this is the greatest fucking thing in the world i mean i don't know about you Cobb, but i'll personally say i don't see elden ring anywhere ever like i feel like that's an algorithm thing more for you there was- yeah i actually don't run it like there there was a while there like most of march for sure um, oh yeah, and like even but, into April, but like yeah, in the last month, I have not really seen I or mean, heard much about Elden Ring outside of outside of you, actually. Well, yeah, I mean, after, like yeah, end of May. Like what I was saying is, from the beginning till now, we were getting so much Elden. I mean, like, it, it was it, very it has, much oversaturated for the it, first like it, two months. It, I I know I know streamers who don't like, and I'm not talking like small streamers like me. I know, like, bigger streamers who don't really play these types of games picked it up and played it. And yeah, I'm just no, th- like... This was the biggest um, yeah. From Software game ever. Like, it's, didn't it, it? Didn't they announce it sold more copies than the last Call of Duty? That wouldn't surprise I mean, me. Like, like, Elden Ring did to the series probably what Monster Hunter World did to the series. It, it brought in a lot of more mainstream players. And a lot of people have continued to play Monster Hunter since World. Somehow they're able to go back to older Monster Hunter games because that's a really hard thing to do. I could never even do it because Monster Hunter World just like was so good. But like people have gone to Rise, people have gone back to Generations, to Four, to Three. Like Monster Hunter World did huge things for Monster Hunter and for Capcom. And yes, Elden Ring is going to do huge things for From Software. Like this is where we've been getting the rumors of uh, Armored Fucking Core. Like. If we can, come on, give me armored fucking core. But it's just, I, I, I hope, I hope they don't feed too far into what Elden Ring was. And I do hope they go back a little bit to their roots. If, cause if they continue to go with this open world style that they did with Elden Ring, they, they've lost me at least. Unfortunately, I think because of how well the game did, like, they're definitely going to try and recreate this again. And you're going to oh, see, yeah. you're going to see some other studios try to recreate it too, the same way you saw studios trying to recreate um, Dark Souls and Bloodborne. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but if, if you're done with Elden Ring, I I have one other thing I just I I forgot about until I just saw something for it a few minutes ago. Oh boy! So it's Dead by Daylight dating sim. You actually watch a trailer? No, <laughs> no, I didn't. So have you guys seen the new PS Plus news going around today? Not really. Like, I've Go seen around. it being talked about, but I didn't look into it. 
So like going I, around today or going around recently? Because I did today. see that they like like they recently announced like was it it wasn't prices, but it like they gave a game list and stuff of their upcoming uh, of new service. Some of the games that are going to be available on the the service. Yeah, that's not yeah. what this is. So that was like two weeks ago, I think, is when that stuff started coming out, and they, they announced the prices a while back. We we read through all of that. Uh, so what's what people are finding out today? So the the premium tiers are available in some markets already. It sounds like they're already available in Japan. Um, and what people are finding is when they are upgrading or trying to upgrade, they are being asked to pay. Um, I, let me start over because this isn't going to make a lot of sense. PS Plus goes on sale a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's what is it? Is it fifty nine ninety nine for a year? Was the base price? Is yeah. that right? Yep. So usually sixty bucks for a year. Um, but you can find it as low as like thirty bucks for a year, uh, especially around like holidays, and it's stackable. So you know you could buy five years worth of PS Plus at half price, and it just it stacks. Mm-hmm. Um, so what people are finding is when they're going to upgrade to a premium tier, if they if their existing subscription was purchased at a a discounted rate, they have to pay the difference also. So mm-hmm. they have to, so you know if it's fifty bucks. For the, the next tier, like, like normal from 60 to 110, I think is what the high tier is. So $50. Um, but they paid 30. They have to pay $80 to upgrade, not just the difference, even though they're already on the lowest tier. Um, and if they have subscriptions stacked or if they bought multiple years at a time, you cannot pay for an upgrade for just a portion of that. You have to pay for the entire length of your subscription. So you can't like the way you could with like Game Pass, for instance, you can't like, jump in for a month to check it out and then like go back to the base subscription mm-hmm. you have to upgrade your entire existing subscription so if oh, you boy. have 10 years stacked because you just went all in on ps plus at a discount rate um you have to pay 10 years worth of upgrade up front for the entire difference i i i get it i kind of get it like i th- feel like that's an error like or it has to be it uh, sony's back-end stuff has always been a fucking shit show like yeah. they, they built their the, the psn was built in such a shitty way that like nothing makes sense so like I, this has to be some sort of just weird error I, I the the thing is when you think about it a do you really think sony ever thought that their online subscription cards would go on sale as frequently as they do they're the ones putting them on sale. Like, a lot of the sales are straight through the PSN, too. It's not just, like, retailers selling the cards or whatever third party. But, I mean, and we add on to B, when they first inaugurated the PlayStation Plus, they probably never thought that they were going to be adding something to it, such as this. That, like, I, like not having this contingency set up and not thinking about the fact that maybe somebody potentially possibly has 10 years of ps plus set up which i know that was a just a randomly picked out number but like why would you have 10 years i wouldn't ma- i i would max out at a year tops each time like you never know when this service is going to go down you don't want to pay for 10 years and it goes down in three so like why would you do that but well, so so two things are going on here some of these people did actually stack them recently because of the upgrade. Because, like anyone else would think, you know, if you have PS Plus already and you've purchased it at a discounted rate, you should only really have, like, you, you would assume you're only paying to go from 
the bottom tier to whatever upper tier you want, not paying for whatever discount you had for your bottom tier. Mm -hmm. Um, Because even if you pay less for it, it is still the same tier that everybody else has. Mm -hmm. Um, But then like people, people do stack it because they like, they know they're going to keep it. They know they're not going to get rid of it because they want to play online. They want to play cloud games like, or, or get the free games, what have you cloud saves. So like, yeah, if they have, you know, 300 bucks and nothing to do with it, and PS Plus is on sale for $25, they're just going to buy a bunch of PS Plus because then they won't have to do it again. Yeah. Um. But now, like, if they want to upgrade, they're in this bad position where even if you want to say it's cool to have to pay the difference if, like, you got the discount rate. Like, that's that's one separate issue. That's just... That seems like a bad business move because it's going to make people upset and it's going to have, a, like, just bad word of mouth going around about it. Mm-hmm. But the, oh, I have 10 years of PS Plus stacked. You want me to pay you hundreds and hundreds of dollars right now to try a new service? That is maybe garbage. We don't know yet. It's brand fucking new. And just be locked into it for a decade? Fuck no. Like, that, it's not me, but, like, I, I'm sure that's the, the response anyone else is going to have. I mean, like, I... I... I, I, I see what you're saying, and, like, I, I, when it comes to the second part, I, like, where it's, I have 10 years stacked up, and you really expect me to pay for 10 years of this, I mean, you, you already paid for 10 years of it. Like, you paid for 10, so you're only paying for the other, for the added price of the 10 years, which, like, you already did this. Like, this is on, I'm sorry, I'm gonna say it, this is on you. No, it's not, though. It is. You should be able to, you should be able to try that service out and not have to subscribe to you, the full term of your subscription. It's an unproven fucking service at this point. We don't know if Sony's even going to stick with it long term. Look, I, was, I, you, you, you bought three years. Let's say you bought three years of PlayStation Plus at this discounted rate to get these PlayStation Plus cards to add the code to get your free three years. That's ninety dollars. Ninety bucks. And now you want to try out a single month of this thing that you've already paid for three years. Of. But it's not the same thing. It is, though, because PlayStation Plus is included in the new service. But it's $60 but- more expensive, plus the other 30 that you per year that you spent no. for the other three years. No, no, there's no way. There's no way they're charging you what you spent. Like, there's, like, if I paid... So if a year card is 25 and I paid 30 for it, or no, if a year card is 50, because that's what it was, right? A year there's card 60. is 50. There's 60, and I paid 30 for it. And then the upgrade is to go from PlayStation Plus to one of the premiums, one of the new tiers that has the, 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 the on-demand shit and whatnot, is and is additional 60 on top of the 60 you already spent a year, right? Yes. So... The the, the, so the premium point, tier, the highest tier PS Plus now, is 120 per year. Yes. So it's double the price of the bottom tier, which is just the yes. regular existing PS Plus. Okay. And so you're telling me that because these people got three years ahead and spent $90 to get three, card, three years of cards, they're now mad because they want to try the new service at, at $120 and they're being expected to pay $180 to fill out their three years. 
if that math is right, probably. Because, so they're being asked to pay the extra 30 that they didn't pay because they bought PS Plus on sale. How can they know that? How can PlayStation know that they got it on sale when you get a fucking card and you put your inf- you put the number in? I the, have the, never the, well, purchased a card. I don't know why you're so hung up on cards. I've never purchased a physical fucking card. I buy it right through Sony. I've go- never bought PlayStation Plus on sale through Sony. I, like I've always gotten if uh, I got PlayStation Plus for a year of PlayStation Plus on sale, I got like a year card. I got a code. You get a code, you put it in there. Yeah, I've right never here. fucking done that. I I do it right through Sony's site. They go on sale like so, three times a year. So, anyway, if Sony is expecting you to pay that additional 30 on top of it, that's fucked up. But if Sony is sitting here and telling you, well, you've got three years subscribed, so you gotta, uh, well, you gotta pay us for the three years that you have subscribed onto the service, so that's an additional 180, that's on you. The third, the, 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 the 90, that you got the discounted rate for that they're trying to charge you extra on? Fuck that. The 180 because you have three years of subscription? That's on you. Uh, like, but you should be I, able to, to do just a, you should be able to upgrade your service for a limited amount of time for the new yes. service. That, that's what I'm saying. And, but, but you agree though that like making, like them offering a discount and then being like, oh, if you want to use, the new service you have to pay what you didn't pay already is fucked at least if it's yeah, actually if, intentional yeah if they're sitting here and telling telling people that oh we sold this at at a 30 at a 50% discount but if you want to upgrade to our most expensive tier you need to pay the $60 additional plus the $30 that you got the discount fuck them for the $30 cuz fuck them for that so that that is the that's, bigger part of the report that's happening right now that is yeah. what people that are trying to subscribe to it in Japan are saying is happening. So that that's the bigger issue right now. Is yeah, that I, it, Sony has not commented from what I've seen. Like there, there's been no communication from Sony if that if this was like a fuck up on their end or if it's actually intentional. But that's definitely the bigger issue. It's just more of a nuisance that you can't try the service for a, a lesser time. Like I would be willing to like upgrade for a month to like check out how the what the games are, but like I don't want that service enough to pay an extra 60 bucks this year. Like, absolutely not. Like, it's the same way I don't want to spend the extra money for the, the Nintendo Switch Online stuff. Like, there's not a big enough reason for me to do it, so I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm sure there are plenty of people that do want to just, like, try a game out. And, like, maybe, like, they want to play for three months because they want to play, like, I don't remember what games were announced on there. But I think, like, Wild Arms may have been one of them, which is, like, yeah. a, 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 an old JRPG. So, like, you know, that's going to take a while to play. So maybe somebody just wants to, like, play for a few months. They'll they'll pay, like, the monthly fee, but they don't want to drop a full 60 for a year of something that they're only going to use for two months. I mean, it's and, – and that's where, like, on the back end, logistically, how easy or difficult would it be for them to be able to set up this month trial or whatever service? Absolutely. Like, but, like, 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 I'm not a developer. I'm not a web dev. I don't know how, how – like banking and, and systems like this would work to set th- something like this up. Like how difficult or simple would it be to be able to actually set it up towards like, Oh, well you already have three years of PlayStation plus. Um, okay. Well, and you only want to try it for a month. Well, then it's uh, like, it, 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 it's, it's, it's the, the, how, how, how easy or difficult it is, but it's also maybe the level of, and again, 
maybe Sony just didn't think people actually backlogged or ba- or, or 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 uh not backlogged but um pre-purchased their PlayStation Pluses that far. No, they definitely they do have because those numbers. Like yeah. they have those numbers. And also they know. like like so- Sony has like uh, like there there has been advertisements of like, you know, like in the little um like like fine print it says that that your time stacks. My 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 the bank I work for has the numbers of how many failed loans there are and why they're failed doesn't mean they actually know how many failed loans there are or why they're failed. They just have those numbers. Like, and this is, yes, that is a problem with PlayStation. It's a problem with the bank for not properly looking at the analytics and systems and such like that. that I mean, you're still- not wrong there. And it seems like from everything we kind of get out of PlayStation right now, it's not being run by, like, people that know what the fuck they're doing. Like. Yeah. Jim Ryan is probably a very good, like, businessman, in, like, a sense, but, like, has zero fucking clue what he's doing with the PlayStation brand. Um, yeah. And it's, like, I don't 100% disagree with you, Rich. I don't think it it's completely out of the question for them to be like, oh, yeah, no, you can only upgrade your existing subscription, but it just doesn't seem like any of that was really communicated ahead of time, that, like, you wouldn't be able to, like do things kind of like to try it out essentially and on it wasn't communicated ahead of time but it also there's i like i it probably wasn't like that's not something i thought about like it's probably not something a lot of people thought about until now when the services started becoming available you're not wrong and like that that's a problem with business like like drew said sony 100 percent knows that when and how many people are are buying like re-ups on their subscriptions because like they don't sell as many of those cards as they just have people going online and like buying them through different like online sales and stuff like that like they know how many how how much time people have on playstation plus they're just not fucking using that data or they don't give a fuck like it's entirely possible that sony that like recent years of sony seems to not give a fuck about the consumer um and like most of their stuff so like yeah who fucking knows like there was I was listening to a thing a while ago, like, um, Sony TVs, like, like, several years ago were going to have, like, I don't know, like, Google Stadia or, or, or some, it wasn't Google's, but it was one of the, like, streaming game things that were, like, in the, in development back then built into them. And PlayStation was just like, whoa, guys, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> we're the same company. Why would you put our competitor on, on, on the TVs? Like, they just, Everyone out there doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just, I, I saw that stuff and I thought it was wild that people, like, they're getting charged, like, hundreds of dollars right now by trying to to upgrade. Even if they're just upgrading, like, even if they want to do, like, the full term, like, they're getting dinged with, like, if they bought, if, if any part of their subscription was on sale, they're paying even more. And I feel like that has to be, like, uh, just a fucking error in the way that, that, that the thing's set up. That definitely has to be an error. And if, if that is not corrected, that is... That is definitely a potential class action lawsuit against them that they will probably fit, lose. I'm like, sure at they, some point, if, if they catch it, they won't even let it get that far. They will just start fucking refunding people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but like, go ahead, Drew. Well, I was going to say, for the upgrade, though, like, they sell a month, a monthly option There's and quarterly options. There's no reason it should have to charge you for whatever entire subscription you have. 
But I, they sell they sell monthly and quarterly options to subscribe for the month or for the quarter in the full price. Like it's it's more the idea of like at least to me what the logistics of actually making sure that everything is set up properly to where if this person who has ten years doesn't get ten years for free because they only subscribe to a month and make like I'm like it's probably again something that they might not have thought of with people having two three four years set up or or the fact of maybe people not wanting to have this for more than just a month to try it out like yeah but you know what like I forgot that you could actually just go in there and buy like a month or like a quarter at a time like it really should just be on the back end like a fucking little switch where it's like you know, every account has, like, the checkboxes, essentially, for, like, stuff, and it should just be a checkbox. If you, Like, you should be able to go onto the website, buy a single month of, like, the premium plus, and have that applied to your account for 30 days. And when that 30 days runs out, it cancels just like any other service. Like, mm-hmm. I can go on at any time and change my Netflix subscription, for instance, or my Hulu subscription. I can change it from... um no commercials to commercials to what, like, whatever. Um, and even like, like with Game Pass, I can go Game Pass Ultimate where I get Xbox Live and PC Game Pass. I could go to just Xbox Game Pass, like just on the console, just on the PC. And it just, you know, it lets me jump back and forth between them. I get that, like, you pay for those monthly generally. And, you know, that's its own thing. But, like, I don't see why there shouldn't just be something on the back end that just says, I am paying however month a month of premium costs. Just turn premium on for 30 days and then turn it the fuck off and leave everything else the same. Like, right. Like the stuff, sh- the, like that stuff shouldn't be that hard to integrate. Like I understand how that, how like theoretically databases work. Like it should just be fucking checkboxes in a database. Uh, yeah. Like it theoretically, it shouldn't be too hard, but Sony seems to make uh, all it, that stuff more complicated it, than it needs to be. Well, yeah, you you look at the friggin' Sony interface in general. It's it's not that simple. It's not that e- like fucking dashboard and shit on the PS5. Although, and a slight improvement that to the PS4 still is fucking garbage. It's shit. I mean, and look, like, look at it. Took them a decade to allow you to change your PSN name with the stipulation of like you might lose all of your um historical data because exactly we don't know what we did. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's just. And it might be the way that they track and manage their accounts and, and everything, and the way they track and manage people having saved up two to three to four to ten years of PlayStation Plus, it there they might be a little bit more difficult than that. Or it might just currently be a clerical error that they were not prepared for in letting you just subscribe for a month. Or subscribe on a month-to-month basis. Yeah. And, like, you're right. Like, like I'm not saying that, like, Sony is out there to, like, get people. I'm just saying, like, yeah. it was a it was a bad oversight if people are finding it yeah. because I, they're trying to upgrade. Yeah, and I mean, this, like, I didn't even think this service was supposed to be out until, like, later this year. It's, like, I think it's, like, June or July over here, isn't it? Like, it's actually relatively soon. I don't know. But, like, what's being rolled out might still be, like, beta shit that they're still figuring out and everything. Actually, I, I no, I think it actually went live, like, like it's supposed to be the full thing in Japan. Because they usually uh, do that stuff early over there. 
so it's certain areas of Asia were full launched on the 24th, uh, Japan on June 2nd, North and South America June 13th, and then Europe June 23rd. Oh, wow. So it wasn't actually even Japan that they launched in early. No. Oh, but like wow. the, the, so the 24th, which is today. So literally today. Yeah, and that's when the news st- – well, I guess it, it could actually be yesterday. Yeah, it so, would be yeah. yesterday. So it would – it would yeah, it would be yesterday. Our time. It or it would have been like really – it would have been – yeah, at some point yesterday, really early today. Like it literally just dropped. Give them like, – I, I, I've said this to a lot of people about a lot of things when there's problems. Give them two weeks to fix it. If they don't fix it in two weeks – then you know what? Throw them through the fucking ringer and throw them down a ledge. Like, give them give them some time to fix it first. Like, yeah. no, let them know this is a problem, and then let's see what happens before we uh, uh, determine or before we come to a settlement. Oh yeah, no, I like I agree. That's why I said like I this was not a like Sony's a fucking monster. It was just a this is a really bad oversight, and it could potentially fuck some people who like go to upgrade and maybe like don't look at the cost before hitting purchase. Um, like, that's a thing that you should have figured out before launching. Like, money stuff, like, th- that's super important. I, I, it's, it's, I, I, like, I'll, I'll defend the fact that they probably didn't really know, or it's probably not something that came across in, 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 in the, 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 uh, the, 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 the meetings of, like, like, if somebody only wants to try it out for like a one month trial when they have 10 months, like the, again, they may have the data doesn't mean they look at it. I, I mean, that's its own problem, but also rich don't defend multi-billion dollar companies that don't do shit for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm not defending that. I'm just saying, no, like, you, you, I'm, I was, I'm you just, literally just, yeah, said. you just said, I'll defend them on this. Like you should, you shouldn't have to defend a multi-billion dollar company. You're better. Well, I, than I, that. I, did, did I say, I, I don't yeah. remember saying, I'll def- but like, I'm just like, there's, there are, like, yes, should they have this taken care of? Sure, 100%. But it's probably, like, like I said, I didn't even think about people having, like, me as a Joe Schmo, who I think I have maybe a full year subscription or whatever. I don't even know what I subscribe to with my PS fucking Plus. I have no idea what it is. And you, I but, don't. So that's the thing. You shouldn't have to know. Like, you, you are not the person to think about that. Like, they are an international multi-billion dollar company with engineers with tons of letters after their fucking name and businessmen with tons of degrees that, like, this should have been a thing that was on their, like, list of to-dos, and it should have been bug-tested, and it wasn't. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's kind of a problem on its own. It's like, you're taking people's credit card information, but you have no fucking clue what's going to happen with it, essentially. Like, that's that's kind of what what they're telling us. Is that they, they didn't actually test any of these systems with like the different types of purchases that could happen. And that's bad. That's bad for a company that size. Like your company not knowing what the fuck they're doing, totally believable with the way no, you no, talk no, my, about them. But my company's a freaking huge company. Like it, uh, is it Sony it, huge? No, but it's probably it's it's I don't know how many employees across how many states, but we've got employees across the fucking country. Like We've yeah, got a lot of people. Sony has employees service. across the world and thousands upon thousands of them. Yeah. Like, somebody should have realized this. Like, they have a lot of very smart people working there. Like, they they make the fucking shit. Like, <laughs> it's just wild that, like, something like that could happen. And just, like, it's probably a bug. It was probably a mistake. But, like, 
that's a weird mistake to have not, like, just made sure that all of the money stuff made sense. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, like I said, unless at least the second part is intentional. Like, unless yeah, it's like, yeah, you, you can't, you, you have to, you have to, it's, it, like, and it very much could be. And, and you're right there. Like, that could very much be a nobody thought about, like, like, that is such a, a, like, it's a very, like, specific use case there. Like, it, it's definitely not the norm. So, like, absolutely. Like, that could just be one of those that's like, uh, like, why would anybody do that? Either they want it or they don't want it. Like, they, they don't want it for half the time. Like, they, they have it for this much time. They want the new thing for this much time. What, what else would they want? Yeah. Like, like the, the, the problem I would have right now, and because, like I said, I don't know how much time is on my PS5. Say my PS, I think it's usually March. So, uh, probably just renewed? February or March is when it renews, I think. I'm not sure. Uh, like I said, I can't even remember the last time I saw the charge on my fucking bank account. Are you sure you um, have? Are you sure you have PS Plus right now? I do. I do. I, I have the current games. I've been getting a games each. Month. But like, say, say it updated. Say, let's say it updated uh, six months ago. So December, or or let's go. Uh, yeah, let's go to or January first. Say it updated January first, and we get the service on the thirteenth of January, and I go to update upgrade and and try it out, and they're like, well, you have to match your subscription. If it charges me for a full year, when I have to resub after six months, fuck you, I'm not doing it. Like, unless it charges me two separate times a year, once in January, once in fucking Well, no, uh, so I, like, I, think like, it's, I think it's just the difference to the subscription, and then your subscription continues to renew at, like, the same time. But, yeah, no, actually, so, no, you're right, though, because that, that would still be so fucked. Would, if you have six months and they're making you pay the full year rate. Yeah. Yeah, because so and in, in in what we were talking about, like Hulu, I get charged uh, separately uh, on different days for Hulu and Disney Plus, even though I have the combined thing. My Hulu account was always a certain day and my Disney was always another certain day. It doesn't come in on the same day, but it is the separate prices. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I don't prices. I don't have them bundled. I, as, so I don't want ESPN. As far as I can remember, I have I have them bundled, but I get billed twice. Weird. Once for Hulu without commercials and once for Disney Plus, but you add them up, they are the bundle price. Because I had Hulu and my renewal for Hulu is a different time than my renewal for Disney Plus. True. You guys have the bundle, right? Uh huh. Do you get charged all at the same time for it? I have no idea. Sarah handles it, so I'd so have to ask her. Do you pay for no commercials? No. I so Rich, I wonder if in your case, I, I'm. This is actually. I'm, I'd be interested to find out if this is the case or not. Um, the the Hulu bundle does not default to have an option for no commercials. So I wonder if because you pay for the no commercials, it bills you separately. But if, but like Drew and Sarah have just the base with commercials, if theirs gets billed together, we'll see. I'm, I'm interesting. Pulling up my bank. Yeah, I'm pulling up a bank account now because I honestly might be. I might be totally wrong about this. It might have just been something that happened a few times and not anymore. Um, but while you're doing that, um, I think that's probably a show. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, so we talked, we, we announced it earlier. Our next book club is going to be Paddington one and two in two weeks on, I think I said that was June 9th. Yes. Um, so that, that should be good. They are the two, um, highest rate, two of the highest rated movies on Rotten Tomato. So that should be interesting. Let's call mm -hmm. it interesting. Uh, but other than that, 
If you would like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash onequest. If you can't support us there with your dollars, though, you can go to your favorite podcasting platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon, iHeartRadio, whatever. All those places. We're on all of them. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us. They help a whole lot. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo. And you can always send us an email to social at one-quest.com. Uh, Rich, are you doing... And Next week is your, your anniversary stream, right? Yes, next week is my anniversary stream on Wednesday. We'll be playing something. I haven't decided yet. But then on Saturday the 4th will be the start of my potential 24-hour sub. All right. So, people, you can watch that next week. Um, but otherwise, we will be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. See you.